Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, May 21st, 2023. Today on the Ether, let's talk Polygon NFTs hosted by Mr. Mint. Let's take a listen. Yeah, man, let's get into it. Hey, can you go ahead and add um Wrecking as the as a co-host? Because I can't do it right now. I think I'm maxed out. Thino lets me do too. So if you send him the invite, does it let you? No, it's not letting me right now. It's letting me add him as a speaker, but not as a co-host. I thought you could add, hmm, okay, let's do this. If you could drop down, I'll add you as speaker, and then I'm going to add him as co-host. All right. And then we'll get right into it, guys. I appreciate you guys giving sparing with this real quick. Hold on. I'm going to add him, and then we'll get uh, Galactic Eagle back in their speaker role. All right. And what? how are you doing today, uh, Gang? Hey, Mr. Mick, congrats on the reveal today, yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> it was all a blur. I see. I'm doing great, man. All the energy, Frank, buying up uh, all these Polygon PFPs, even bought Cone, right? So uh, he's getting definitely into the ecosystem. I'm excited. This is like really fun. Yeah, I know. I was unsuspecting. I hadn't talked to Frank in a couple of weeks, to be completely honest. So I was not expecting that. All I know is I was... I was literally laying down and my phone just erupted in vibrations. I'm like, what's going on? And then obviously him tweeting me sent about 1,100 people to my Twitter instantaneously, which is kind of crazy. So the power of social media, I uh, appreciate Frank, you know, th- giving us a shout out and obviously mentioning us in his time. That's a big deal uh, in his world because he has a, quite a few eyes on his ecosystem and really cool stuff going. But I guess we well obviously the art works out right. We've got Galactic Eagle out. Well, you know, DJ and said just like we said, we're going to be doing some community spaces. This was mostly kind of just talk about Polygon, but we can just kind of free freestyle this. I did want to talk to our our other guests here. Uh, we've got something cooking up, man. How are you doing today, man? Uh, sorry, other speaker, not Alpha. How are you doing, brother? I know I had gotten back with you, Mark. Wait, are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, that's good. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure if you were still talking to Rack there for a sec. Um, but uh, but yeah, dude, I'm doing well. I was also pumped up to see that Frank tweet earlier today. Uh, love get uh, love seeing you get the uh, credit that you deserve and, and seeing him sh- shine some light on your community and everything that you're building over on Polygon. So, uh, yeah, man, love to see that. And definitely super pumped to get you out to L.A. and, and get this podcast going because uh, – yeah, you'll be the first Polygon project I've had on the podcast, and that's going to be uh, an exciting episode. Yeah, no, and I think it's needed for people to get a better, you know, intimate understanding about what Polygon is in the ecosystem. Not that, you know, and we talked about this, obviously being like a Polygon native project. I think it's good to have that representation. Not that I don't think the youths represent Polygon, but I think it's time for us to have a, a native uh, Polygon project be represented on your platform because you've got some of the big dogs on your podcast for you guys that are not familiar in what he does 
Uh, he essentially interviews uh, uh, and records interviews from some of the top founders that are docs across, you know, the Solana chain or Ethereum in general. Uh, I think you had, didn't you have uh, the, the what was that, the, the chain monkeys or the on-chain monkeys up there at one point? Clay Soros. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, literally, I think pretty much every big Solana project and then Ethereum I've been spreading into. And then, uh, you know, next up, excited to have Polygon projects on, including obviously what you're doing. And um, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that kind of, you know, I think wonder things about other chains that maybe they're not as experienced with. And so I think people will be really curious to hear, like, you know, your background and why you decided to start your project on Polygon versus uh, Solana or Ethereum. Um, and I think, and vice versa, those questions are interesting for other projects as to why they didn't choose to to mint on another blockchain, right? So, um, yeah, it's just cool to kind of get to know people in the space and what they're building and and why they chose to, uh, you know, the blockchain that they're working on, and then um, and then also just kind of lower the barriers uh, between different blockchains because at the end of the day, like we all should support really cool projects regardless of what chain they're on. Um, and so at the end of the day, if something's cool and it's on Solana, we should buy it. If it's cool and it's on Ethereum, if it's cool and it's on Polygon, we should support it, right? So, um, you know, together we just kind of break down those barriers, which is always fun to see. Yeah, no, and, you know, one of the things on, and I think, I don't know how much, how familiar you are with Polygon. Obviously, like a lot of people are kind of like, you know, wetting their beak, so to speak, into like this ecosystem. And like, you know, and I think uh, Berserker behind Red Gang can, can attest to this. I think people have like this misconception of what Polygon is and like how, you know, this ecosystem is. But we have the least tribalized community ever on any chain. And I, I'm an ETH native, ETH maxi, uh, dabbled in so like we talked to on the phone briefly when we when we corresponded. But uh, Polygon is a whole different beast, man. Like you're sitting on stage right now with. Uh, Hellcast was a true OG wrecking, true OG project in a space to a newcomer. You know, Alpha is only less than 60 days old on Polygon Etho on the ecosystem. And I mean, essentially, we get treated like an OG, which is actually crazy to think that we've done, you know, you know, around a million in volume in less than 60 days. And like we've done so much. But then we we've, we've kind of get this kind of respect like an OG because we've been here. But obviously, our goal is to like heighten the awareness of Polygon. And like I'm honored to be on your podcast, talk to some of the big dogs. Some of those people on those on your podcast have raised tens of you know tens of millions of dollars in revenue generated through their collections on their corresponding chains. So like to be in the same class and be able to you know to talk on that platform is super sick, man. So I'm excited. We're actually looking at flights right now uh, for Monday, so that way I can come out and we can knock that out. I know I hadn't. I really, to be honest with you, when you texted me yesterday. Uh, I, I was on a space for like seven hours with my community. Like we were literally waiting for, like we had a reveal going on and I just was kind of like out of it, but like, I wasn't not trying to respond to you. I obviously want to figure it out, but I think the sooner, I think it's advantageous for us to do it as quick as possible so that way we can get ahead of it and knock that out and like, you know, get that up and running. Cause everything that you explained to me, everything I've seen you do is super dope. So I think it's, it's needed. And I, I definitely want to educate people on Polygon and my backstory, but also what alpha is and what it means for this ecosystem. Cause you know, I hate reading the threads of people like sliding polygon, like there's nothing over there, but really there is, a, there's a lot over here. It's just, they just got to look at it from that perspective. So man, I appreciate you like stopping in. And once again, definitely didn't expect Frank to, t to tweet that. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of weeks. So it was just like, what, <laughs> what's going on? So it's definitely man, cool. It's 
it's because, you know, real recognize real at the end of the day, right? Like he recognizes the work that you're putting in. And I think, you know, I think it's cool to see a lot of the projects start to get the love that they deserve on Polygon because there are a lot of really, really smart people, right? And a lot of really talented people and a lot of cool projects and things like that. And once again, I've just, I've never been a, a chain maxi by any means. Like I, I started off on Solana and then I started buying Ethereum projects and then I came back to Solana and now I'm diving into Polygon. And it's like, at the end of the day, if, if there's a cool community and like you can see that by evident we're on a, it's a Sunday afternoon, there's 95 people listening in here right now. Like that's a strong community, right? Like that's really, really cool. Um, and so once again, it's like when we, I think there's a lot of people that are used to, to interacting on the blockchain that they're used to, right? They're used to going to OpenSea and interacting with Ethereum projects, right? They're used to going on Magic Eden and buying uh, Solana projects. And now it, it's people getting used to Polygon and learning what they need to do. And so part of it's education, right? Like I, even myself, like there were, you know, when I first started getting into Polygon, I was like, I don't really know a ton. I don't really know everything that I need to do. I don't know like what is gas like on Polygon. Like I don't, I don't really know any of this. So I had to educate myself, right? And so I think a lot of it, once again, is educating yourself on how to just use the blockchain in general. And then from there, who are the people in on the chain that are doing really cool things? And so, like, I'm pumped. I, I'm not familiar with Hellcats and Rec Gang, but, like, I just follow both of them. I'm excited to, you know, see more of what they're doing, too. But, um, yeah, the more that we can shine light on, on people who are building cool stuff in the space, the, the better the space is going to be. Yeah, no, 100%, dude, like, 100%. Um, and I'm going to take a playbook out of Smokey's uh, a playbook. Everyone knows, like, bottom right corner, people, we've got a lot of guests. <laughs> right i can't imitate smoky as good i don't remember who that was that did the smoky imitation so i'm not going to try to to peel it right now but let's just do this we've got a lot of guests today we're going to cover a little bit of everything obviously uh dope to have some guests from cross chain we've got a nice stack we've got rainy we've got astro hellcats in here D tons of great speakers and content to be made today so one what are one thing that i want you guys to do is bottom right corner smash that purple button drop a comment drop a hashtag drop your favorite quote whatever it is it takes you two literal seconds to do so uh and let's blow this this space up this is a polygon community space uh obviously we had our reveal yesterday but obviously at the end of the day it's to cultivate and build relationships and do really dope stuff and it's just a powerful polygon is on a sunday no bull crap like you, yesterday for seven hours we had a hundred plus people on space waiting for this reveal for galactic eagle with the alpha community which is insane like we all were like no bs what's that what's that project that came on polygon dormant it's about pillows and sleeping he he could have sold everybody on that space last night because i promise you there was a moment there was 80 people that were asleep on space at the same time it was the weirdest thing ever like i had so many messages this morning from people saying dude i fell asleep on the space and i'm like you and everybody else that was there waiting for it uh, and it was really cool for us to kind of like huddle around that moment to be able to see this reveal, to have the people at Wraithworks. They're doing amazing things in contracts with Fatty Bags, Machinists, and Plaxico, and what, the, and what utility they're bringing as founders and creators and developers to the chain to come in and help us when we needed it. And that's what the community is about. So, uh, Berserk, I hadn't had a chance to say, you know, hello to you, or, or you did, I don't really remember, but how are you doing, brother? And then we'll wrap around the room to see how everybody's doing. And then we'll open up uh, and just have an open forum conversation, man. Yeah, I'm doing great. Like I said, super excited about uh, Frank coming in, buying up some Polygon NFTs. A lot of curiosity around uh, Polygon NFTs as well. 
Uh, do you mind if I pin up a thread that I wrote? I think this yeah, week Sandeep uh, retweeted it. And I think we chatted about this a few times as well, uh, Mr. Mint, is how Polygon is kind of an amazing place to launch an NFT collection because everybody is so collaborative. Uh, I prefer to use, you know, that that word instead of uh, tribalism. <laughs> but everybody helps each other here, right? Like, I think you were you were welcome, and you're welcoming now us, right? Like, we're kind of being welcomed by you. So I'm super appreciative of everybody helping each other out, elevating the space. You know, as everybody says, the rising tide lifts all ships, and we can definitely see this happening on Polygon. And I love how just right now you have, I think four different NFT projects, plus you got Rainy who works for Polygon Labs. So just as kind of a testament of how an amazing space Polygon is. And uh, I'm, I'm calling it right now, uh, Polygon NFT Summer is coming up. I mean, we're, we're already seeing it, right? Like some of these floor prices have skyrocketed. Recently was Drill Club, you guys to 400 Matic, a lot of activity happening on this ecosystem. And I feel like now that the meme coin season is a little bit more quiet, you know, people aren't interested in losing money on shit coins. They're going to go for something that makes more sense. And I think uh, still early in uh, the Polygon NFT landscape. So love it. And thanks for hosting us. Yeah, no, man, it was a pleasure, dude. Always to have positive minds and mentalities. And, you know, this is what it's all about uh rainy man how are you doing today good man Sun sunday sunday afternoon and frank's out here man polygon nft so like i was buzzing seeing them notifications coming in i was like what is he doing and then he just goes on this rampage of buying all these top top projects and you know i hope this week he dives into a bit further and gets to know the community a bit more and next month in june we have the voice of polygon coming up where i know we'll start being introduced to some new creators maybe some only starting their journeys or some you know familiar names you already know I'm, I'm excited to see who who climbs them leaderboards and and showcase themselves to the whole community yeah no i i think that's going to be dope man i think it's time you know i i really think it's time for us to get the recognition that that polygon deserves and i take it personal my personal mission is for people to respect polygon like i'll go on these spaces and soul spaces each spaces like i told you i recently re-entered into the and to the uh, um, Yuga Labs ecosystem, I'm consistently inside the Discord talking with leaders because I'm telling them the truth. I'm like, dude, they're coming at me, coming at my throat. Like, man, there's nothing. I was like, dude, just come over here and just experience it because it's a breath of fresh air to be in an ecosystem which is cohabitated and collaborated consistently. And I think I have a super space coming up with Bored Ape and uh, Mutant Apes here probably next week sometime. And I'm, I'm inviting everybody from all chains anybody that wants to be here this is going to be probably one of the biggest cross crosses and these are not like the official board apes it's just like sub dows but once again they're going to be board ape holders and mutant ape holders all right let's hear what polygon is really about so go ahead rainy yeah i think i think it is just education about polygon like these big eighth communities just maybe not paying attention but they slowly are starting to a bit of bit of alpha for you mr mint i know a certain somebody was in spirit dow and was showing them, showing the whole community in a private AMA of Alpha, its stats, its strong community presence. And they were amazed at you and your community. And they were really, really going into it. And they're, you know, getting used to using Do. They never knew that Polygon had this trading terminal. So it's education. Like this one voice I know, I'm not going to dox who it was, 
went into this community and said, look, I need to show you something on Polygon. I need to show you what it's all about. I need to show you the tools in the community over here. And, and the Spirit Die community, if you know, like, I think it's minimum 200 ETH, like, for a Spirit Die. I think I'm just guessing that. I'm not sure. But, like, these are big, big, big wheels, very important in the ecosystem. And they were very impressed with Alpha. And then they started, like, looking into other Polygon communities. So they're not really looking for, like, what's the dearest NFT? They're going, right, does this have a real community around it? Who's around it? What's the names behind it? And, like, what sort of social presence they have because they're looking like longer term bets but it was so cool to hear that news yeah no dude that you got to kind of share that a little more alpha with me in private because that's very intriguing um the the objective like i come from the ethereum world i've consulted work with many projects helped develop brands and, and launched quite a bit of things and one of the things is the different the difference between like polygon and ethereum and soul is just it's mostly the community visibility when you go to Seoul, there was a period of time that all you saw was D-Guys and Utes, right? Like that was what you saw. That's what represented the chain. And if I had to look for like, if you if you look at early ETH, I would say more than likely, maybe 70% of the social influencers were either mutinates or cool cats. Like it was kind of just a thing, right? So like you look at those chains and I, and I feel like on Polygon, we talked about this last night, seven hours, we talked about a ton of stuff and then I'll get to the, get around the room to the other speakers. but like we need influencers on Polygon. Like we need people doing spaces, hosting spaces, and obviously the super space competition coming up. So I thrown my hat name in the, the hat to be one of the, the representatives for a Polygon ecosystem and a voice. And hopefully I went, I take that crown from Skirpy because I know he's uh, definitely aiming for that. Go ahead, Rainy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's one thing me and Smokey, that's sort of what we've been brought on to do is like develop this ecosystem of creators. Like most people, I'd say, if they wanted to become a space host, I would point towards uh, Smokey, Scurpy, and you, Mr. Mint. I'd say, if you want to be a space host and you want to have the confidence to get up there and, you know, command attention in the ecosystem, go go to Mr. Mint. Like, and, like, there's other creators in the ecosystem growing, and, like, I want to help facilitate, grow them, and help grow their accounts. It's not about being an influencer. It's just being, like, this, like, positive beacon in the space. And these people spread the good word, and that's how you get educated in the ecosystem. That's how it grows. So... They, you could near argue sometimes some individuals are near more important in certain projects at times because the the like they don't have no narrative. They're just going out there writing threads about stuff they enjoy and things they see, and they're bringing these new audiences and new eyes. Yeah, no, and I think that's important. I think people need to understand that. I think it's necessary for people to have those voices, have those representatives, because anytime I get a chance to go into space with multiple projects from different spaces, I'm in there. Like I can box with the best of them. Like let's go. You want to talk numbers, you want to talk analytics, you want to talk metrics, you want to talk history. I can do it all. And I think that's necessary because I think people think that like we're like the bottom feeder e ecosystem and like no one here is intelligent. Like it's the counterintuitive mentality associated with each with, with each all these chains. And I think we've already started to shift that type of in, that ideal that, you know, there's nothing here and no one's building any cool things. For the longest time, it was amazing to me to hear like Matic Man had been here for over two years. It was like, wow, like what? Like that's a long time to be building on a chain that was in obscurity. Like nobody really talked about it. Uh, and now it being with Sandeep doing what he's doing and such bullish moves that he's doing, I think it's it's hard to kind of overlook it and avoid it. And I said this before, if I've got to be Mr. Polygon for the next whatever until we get this thing to where people respect us, then whatever it is, because like. I wish I could share the private threads with these board apes and mutant apes, and they have some of the stupidest reasons why they won't buy Polygon NFTs. And I'm just like, yo, 
like you just need to attach yourself like i'm in your community right now talking to you about something i think is viable like what's the worst you put way more faith in shit coins and rugs than anything yet and i'm literally telling you of something quality not just shilling them about alpha but like other communities that have been building here throughout the bear throughout tragedy whatever it may be that are here to actually do something cool and like me people are looking at it from like the metric standpoint like oh polygon's trading at like 87 cent like there's no volume over there there's no liquidity but every chain i remember a time was sold like solana was the laughing stock of the blockchain and no slot no slight to anybody right when you're on eth you look at soul and people are like eh, i don't really know then you see souls trading at like 200 plus and you're just like okay like it's just mentality it's about conviction and it's about people adapting and adopting to these chains and i think that's slowly happening do I think that Polygon is going to be a $200 token? No. But if we could see three, four bucks, that'd be ridiculous, honestly. Uh, and I think it's, necessary, it's definitely necessary. But I'm going to slide. Go ahead, Rick, and then I'm going to go over to Astro Hellcat. Yeah, man. Uh, I think Polygon did really well during this bear market. If you look at some of the price action, right, uh, it did go up that high during the bull. It, you know, was reasonable. And then when it came down, it didn't go down that low because I think people see all the activity that's happening on this chain. Obviously, everybody already sees all the Web2 partnerships and all the tech upgrades that are happening here with the ZK. Uh, but now, finally, I think people are str uh, starting to understand that there's an NFT community here, too. And, and I love how we're all growing it together. So, again, I'm, I'm calling it Polygon NFT Summer. Uh, still early, pick these gems up, and uh, you're, you're, this is a thriving ecosystem, so there's going to be a thriving NFT community. I think like uh, we're doing really, really well. It takes time. Y you're not going to see like this turnaround from you know a few weeks. It takes time, and right, you guys minted a couple of months ago, and there were some other projects that minted before you, and now it's slowly building, accumulating, and all that energy is com compounding, so we'll see. Uh, I think kind of the 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 fruit of our labors this summer. So I'm very excited about that. I couldn't agree more, man. I think we, I think our due time. I mean, look, Ethereum had their run. We had Soul Summer. I think it's Polygon Summer. Go ahead, Rainy. Yeah, I just wanted to add, like, it does take time to build communities, but like the community that has been formed in the short space of time that you know the focus has been NFTs is amazing. Like one of the big partnerships we were trying to get done was the NFT inspect one is like get Polygon NFTs ranked on that. We want to be amongst everyone. We want these names showcased. This uh, Super Spaces campaign will be big too. Polygon will have their own leaderboard with their own names up there. So like if you're the best speaker, you're going to be up there. You're going to have opportunities to talk, paid, paid internships and other prizes. So it's going to be super sick. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Honestly, I'm ready to go, man. Like I said, I'm throwing my hat. And then, you know, I, I was telling, um, um, it's Mark, right? I just want to make sure it's Mark uh, about like my objective to be one of the loudest voices in, in Polygon because I see an opportunity. I know I'm telling people we need influencers and we need voices in this ecosystem. But at the same time, I know that it's, I need to be a voice as well. Like I need to be a beacon. Uh, and leverage what's happening and continue to build relationships with people throughout this space and like i still have a lot of contacts from cross chain that still respect me i've got social relationships with athletes celebrities and public figures and then at some point or another when it becomes viable i will put those things into play the people in our community kind of already seen as i had sabaz muhammad 
from used to be uh, used to play for the Timberwolves, playing overseas, playing basketball. Huge litany: Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Durangelo Russell. Like some players that people may not know from the NBA, but there's a lot of context and relationships that I would love to leverage in Polygon and provide opportunity for people and, and bring awareness because that's what that's really what kicked off Board Eight. To be completely honest, go ahead, Randy. Yeah, Mr. Mint. I just wanted to like be direct this question to mark it's one thing at polygon we're like starting like a wee like interview series like a, like a mini podcast sort of thing wonder is mark any um advice for anyone even just starting their own podcast or like starting their own interview what was it like for you uh starting out mark and like give any direction for the community of what they should do about starting up one? Oh, sorry i forgot to unmute there for a sec um honestly you just have to start like that that's the biggest thing when i when I first started my podcast, um, I had, you know, I was an OG mentor of D Gods. And so this was back when uh, D Gods were 12 soul and Frank had, I think, 5,000 followers on Twitter. And I just knew he lived in LA and I lived in LA. And I was like, hey, you know, would you want to come on my podcast? And he was like, can I do it, you know, non docs? Because at the time he wasn't docs. And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't care, whatever. So he comes over and I meet him for the first time and, and he docs to me and everything like that. And we did the podcast and I took like three days to edit it. Cause to be honest, like I still wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing yet with it. Right. And we put it out and the podcast episode blew up and D God's Forex in two days. And then we did another podcast. I want to say it was like two months later and we went from 80 soul to 130 right after that. And kind of the rest is history from there. But like you just had to take a chance. Right. And now I think we've had founders from 12 different countries fly out to be on the podcast, which is, a crazy, crazy surreal um, and, you know, grateful thing for me to have that opportunity and have people want to fly out here and, and do that. Um, but all it takes is just starting. Right. So uh, what Mr. Mint was talking about in terms of like, you know, needing influencers on, on in the ecosystem and stuff like that, you do like everybody has has influence. Right. Like everybody who's in this Twitter space right now has influence. You have the ability to shape the narrative of the chain of the NFT experience, everything like that. And so once you kind of realize, okay, I have this opportunity to really give back and to better the ecosystem, then that's a, that's a huge responsibility that you got to do something awesome with, right? So when somebody's new and they're coming into Polygon, everybody here has the opportunity to show them, hey, here's how you do it. If you have questions, let me help answer those for you and stuff like that, right? And that's how we grow this whole space, right? So, you know, the term influencer, I think a lot of times gets overplayed and things like that. But if you're adding to the space, then you are you're positively influencing everybody around you. Right. And so it just takes, you know, opportunity like that just takes somebody giving back. And, and it just takes, you know, having those meaningful conversations with people who are trying to come in and educate themselves. And even when you see somebody fudding, if, if somebody's saying some, you know, rude stuff about Polygon or about the builders in the space or whatever, help educate them. Right. Those are a lot of times those are people that are looking to engagement farm um, or they're just not educated with what's going on. Right. So. You just got to educate those people and, and, you know, bit by bit, person by person, you win them over. And next thing you know, we'll have a, you know, a hugely thriving ecosystem on Polygon. Not that you guys don't already have that. You do, as evident by this space, but it'll just continue growing. And that's the sort of stuff that, like, crypto in general needs, right? Like, we need far more people in this ecosystem. And the way that we're going to do that is just by making it a positive place to be. Yeah, no, dude, like... 100%. It's necessary, man. Like when, when we were in the bull market, everything hit, like I swear everything hit. And like, we need to plant the seeds. Now we need to be prepared for when that, that shift happens again. And I think that's around the corner. I think these are, 
And I'm going to lead the way. I mean, I'm honored. Like I said, I'm honored to be the first Polygon project on your podcast. Um, and I'm going to, you know, whatever, 100% transparency. And, and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to be, we're going to talk about the experience, everything. We're going to cover pretty much everything. We actually, which was kind of cool, when we first talked, uh, he didn't want me to go too detailed because obviously he wants to have the the actual live reaction. So I didn't really understand the psychology behind it. But now as I thought about it, I was like, it makes sense because it's so much more genuine. It's not like, you know, scripted. So everything that you guys are going to see when we do this is going to be straight organic, you know, from the hip. So I'm going to respond as these questions are coming live. I have no idea what he's going to be asking me. It's going to be super dope. So excited for that, dude. Like, seriously. And plus, I haven't been to L.A. in a while. And the weather here in San Antonio is, I mean, in San Antonio is shit. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the other thing is with it, too, is that, you know, when I was trying to decide how I wanted to create content in the space, a big part of it was I just wanted to think about if I was somebody who wanted to educate myself on this project, what questions would I ask them? Right. So if I ask you all those questions ahead of time, then I'm learning all those things. But then it's hard for me to remember when did I ask you that question? Did I already ask you it? Did I was that before the podcast? Was that after the podcast? You know, whatever. And so. If I, if I go into this podcast episode and I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to learn more about what Mr. Mint's doing, why he chose uh, Polygon, why what he's doing for his project, what he wants his community to develop into and things like that. When I'm asking those sort of questions, then I'm asking the questions that somebody else who might be coming from Solana or Ethereum is trying to learn about your project, right? Or what somebody who's who's already on Polygon, but maybe just doesn't know Mr. Mint well enough, right? So that's that's always my goal is to is to ask the questions that the overarching community would want to know. And then that way, just as I'm educated, it's almost as if they're having a conversation with you through me. Right. So that's always the goal. Um, and that's why I, uh, I I love doing this, man. It's fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to having you out here. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that great weather, some some street tacos. I mean, just a number of things. Honestly, I know I live in San Antonio, but there's nothing like L.A. tacos. I just. There's just nothing like it. And no knock to San Antonio, but there's nothing like L.A. street tacos. Anyways, I know I had another hand and we'll get around the room. Astro, how are you doing, brother? It's a lovely afternoon today, like Sunday, like the beautiful weather here in L.A., like about the time for street tacos. Uh, I just I just wanted to say, like, uh, every single speaker here today, like, provided enormous value. It's uh, indeed takes a little bit from each of us to make, like, a whole impact. And uh, I'd like to add here that uh, uh, the big change is actually way closer than just in the corner. It's actually already here, but uh, it, uh, it it needs a little match, like a little match to spark uh, a fire. And uh, uh, look what Polygon did. Like, they provided, like, the whole ecosystem. They're very, like, reliable durable chain that uh, can maintain like enormous amounts like of, uh, of in simultaneous transactions. Reddit was minting at such speed that no one ever seen anything close to that before ever, period. And uh, uh, talking about it, they, they created 9.1 million wallets on Polygon. Like it's just think about it number think let us think it in your head we are here 250,000 people and they have their 9 million of wallets not all of them are ready to be in the web3 and uh, jump into the uh, nft world some of them just got their free nft and they have no idea what to do with that but these people are already one leg inside inside of this world so all this needs to be done is uh, onboard them and uh, the only reason i started using twitter because there was no information 
information on Reddit enough about NFTs and uh, and uh, how it all works. So I'd like you to every single one here, community managers, everyone who's making some uh, decisions, think about it. If there is no information, then whatever you post there will be first, will be first to be found. And there are people who never use Twitter and they lack this information. There is nothing. We won't be able to vag me until we will onboard Web2 correctly, until we will show them what's the community value and how they can nurture their skills, how the videographers can find a community to learn together, how the influencers can find the community to learn together. Like it takes a little bit from each of us to make this move. As soon as that happens and soon as soon as the value about these communities is out, like watch what happens next. Those nine million wallets will go and make one purchase on uh, OpenSea and you will never see these prices as we see them today. This will be a start of lots of rugs and scams on Polygon because like this will be a massive bull run and uh, there is nothing we can do about it but educate whoever is with us, educate every single community member that this time happens and the worst of uh, all chains will come to Polygon to make money here. But there are also some talented and really passionate uh, builders here. And uh, most of them here today, like in this room and uh, in other chains, they, they, they speak and they, they show their passion. They, they're not trying to hide anything and do anything sneaky. So when that moment happens and when 9 million wallets and counting, like not just from Reddit, it's just the one single partnership. Polygon is massive and crazy about it. Like uh, it's, uh, there will be way more than uh, that. Once all of them will do at least one transaction on OpenSea, you will, you will just like, you will be amazed what's, uh, what is happens next. So I want to urgent everyone, like if there is like, if you write an article for Medium, Post the same article on Reddit, create your own subreddit or join forces, make a polygon subreddit that will be like protected from bots and uh, community members can uh, post this so people can find this information because like Reddit search algorithm is the best. Anything I would find in my professional life, like on Google, search on Google, I would find in uh, Reddit. And uh, please, 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 everyone do your part and uh, talk to your people, talk to your community members. Everything that was said here before me, like it's a golden, it's the best space so far in probably weeks. And I mean, and I have just re re real quick caveat about that, you know, 9 million wallets, right? Put that in perspective. And I, I honestly believe that one of the reasons why Alpha succeeded so well is because of the Reddit community. Like I'm not even going to joke, like Fatty Bags will tell you, we had some of the biggest adopters from reddit come into our community and ape in and whale so heavy and i think the reddit community has such an undying loyalty to that platform once that he's not joking guys like when i say that at, at any given moment once that light bulb is fully screwed in i mean this thing gets crazy really quickly because those people are non-native to this ecosystem they don't really understand it and once they gather at least some knowledge of it and it becomes less frictionless uh, you know, more frictionless, more frictionless, right? I think at that point, this thing just scales infinitely. And, you know, we're in a prime position to do it. That's why all the big moves are happening on Polygon. So uh, go ahead, Rainy, and then we'll go to uh, Fatty Bags and Hellcat. Yeah, just what just what Astro was saying with uh, the Reddit 9 million wallets, another big mass onboarding event right now with Nike. It's happening. It's actually in the middle of happening. The dot swoosh, um, it's only available for their poster drops. 
very confusing drop if you ask me even i can understand that but on wednesday it goes to general sale so i mean i'm going in there and buying my nft for 20 dollars and hopefully getting some like limited edition nft nike shoe like that is like shoe collectors like if you know the size of that market it's insane and to think that they're all going to be coming to polygon is so sick and obviously we know luca has launched his um pudgy penguin toys they come with a digital certificate that lets you mint an nft on polygon all them traits are on polygon so like you see all these kids and all these people in the, in the space buying these toys like i'm buying it for my brothers my sisters my cousins you know for christmas like i want to i want to help them and then i'm going to say yo scan that qr code and you know get your first nft and show them like basically the pudgy penguins world it's i minted one the other night without a toy you can actually just go on now type in your email address and it gives you a wallet straight away you, you don't even know you're on blockchain only i know that i can find my wallet in there and search it on polyscan and my nft's right there it's so sick and it's a mass onboarding event and i love how polygon does that yeah, that's super sick. I didn't even know they were doing that, man. That's that's crazy. Go ahead, Fetty. Yo, yo, man. How much sleep did you get last night? Uh, I got <laughs> this morning. You mean I got two and a half yeah, hours yeah, of sleep? This morning. <laughs> two and a half hours. Like I'm going on two and a half hours, and then I finally ate like literally forty five minutes ago. <laughs> oh man, yeah, burning the midnight oil, dude. As, as these things go, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to touch on the Reddit onboarding really quick as well. Uh, it's kind of been one of my main focal points uh, in the beginning since Gen 1 is that there's a massive uh, opportunity for the entire space with all of these wallets being brought in. Uh, and the PSA that I kind of want to say is, is to founders and creators in this space now, because we got a good amount of ears in here, is that when new people are brought into this space, the space itself isn't really ready for such a large onboarding event. The UI, the UX, it's difficult, it's, it's annoying, it's confusing. Uh, anyone that just got started in crypto understands that. Um, so the key is, as founders and creators in this space, as people who understand it, who have blockchain literacy, who really, really get what's going on here, or who have been here for multiple years, like myself and Mr. Mint, uh, it's truly our responsibility uh, to educate these folks. And if we educate them through education, we gain retention in Web3. And you'll hear me say that all the time. Education equals retention. Education equals retention. Uh, that's key because the last thing that we want to do is have a massive onboarding event like Reddit or, you know, this new Nike uh, push, which I'm just now hearing about. But hearing that it's confusing is also a bit conflicting uh, is that we don't want those people to fall through the cracks uh, and we want to make sure that they don't get cooked. The first thing that's going to make someone turn around and go, hey, crypto is a fucking scam, dude, uh, is the second that somebody comes into this space, invests a little bit of their money, gets scammed and cooked. They're going to turn around and go, you were right, mom. You were right, dad. I don't know why I put my money into that stupid crypto. So we got to educate to retain. Art is the medium. And that's what's beautiful. It's something everyone's familiar with. It's been going on since the fucking the walls in caves. Uh, so art is something people are familiar with. We just got to make sure that we educate these people that come. We're friendly. We're welcoming. Uh, and I think Polygon and the entire ecosystem is doing a great job at that. Yeah, dude, I share the same sentiment. I preach this all day. I've tried to onboard all my friends, and all of them think I'm a lunatic. They all look at me like I'm crazy. Even, But my mom, right, who's one of the most skeptical people, not necessarily in general, but like in just things you can't understand, has gone gotten to rationalize to call me up and be like, hey, you haven't sent me one of those owls to my wallet. I'm like, do you even? Okay, okay. Just give me, give me your MetaMask. She knows how to copy and paste her MetaMask, and 
She knows how to go to open sea now. Like, and this is a this is almost a sixty five year old woman that's actually conceptualizing it and onboarding her. And if I think people, and, I, and I'll let Rainy go, I think you focus all of us on like our friends and family first because that's the easiest way. And like, it gives me an understanding and a perception on how to understand how to kind of get this across to people because like our community has a different age demographic than say youths and D gods, right? So like I know there's a lot of working professionals and, and and families and people with kids. So I understand that and I and I'm very cognizant of that. And so when anything that we do, especially from like a psychology behavioral standpoint, we're trying to make sure that people can gravitate to what we're doing, understand it, and be able to move into it quickly without much resistance, because that's the way for success in this space. And a lot of times we get into this whole thing where we're just focused on just cramming people in the room and really, you know, what Fatty Bag is saying, we, we're not really built for that type of massive adoption this fast because we don't have the information infrastructure and education available to people so that way they can instantaneous. Because I can tell you truthfully, all that I ever learned about crypto, Web3, DeFi was from YouTube. Like literally, it was all from those those medians. Like I, I'm almost. I think I can probably speak for the vast majority of us that if you're not native to DeFi and crypto, even though I come from a tech background, but a lot of the information that I absorbed and digested came from medians that were outside of the the chains themselves. I got that information from people that took the time to create content and do things, and that's where that's the power in it. And I think that's going to be a massive onboarding tool because I bet you. There was a period of time in 2021, the massive amount of Ethereum influencers, and you could go to YouTube and type in, like the news, what's coming, what mints are coming up. And I think that needs to come back. But now we don't have as many bad actors. And I think, you know, in this particular ecosystem where it's built and curated around relationships and cohabitation, I think we're in a great situation to do something. And, you know, this is my first time venturing into this whole podcast. I'm already semi doxxed anyways because of the the uh the interview that i did with polygon twice uh which was dope and i can't seem to find it again but i want to repost it so i don't have a problem doing that but whatever it takes because i know collectively if people see us and see what we're doing and they and they find ways to kind of realize that there's value here even internally amongst the different chains the l1s i think we have a huge opportunity to do something special so Really cool stuff going. Go ahead, Rainy, and then we'll go over to to Hellcats. Yeah, I just want to touch back on the education. And Fatty, what I meant with the dot swoosh being confusing was, so they have this like procedure where you sign up right now and you're on a wait list because they're like dipping their toes in crypto, rightfully so. They don't want to rush into it. I got on the wait list. I got my dot swoosh login, and then like they randomly airdrop you like a poster of like an Air Force one. When they airdrop you this poster. You have the, you know, like the think of it as whitelist to mint their their like Air Force One drop this week. And like you do like a burn. So it's a real crypto thing, but you don't even know you're doing it. It's really cool. Um, but where I was confused was the general sale went up. No, the, the pre-sale ended, but the general sale didn't start straight away. So the general sale starts Wednesday for me at 5 p.m. I guess that's like 9 a.m. L.A. Um, that that was a bit confusing, but it's not that bad. Like it's pretty cool, and it's pretty cool to see if that'll sell out or not. Like I've seen some people going, "There's no secondary sales so far," and I'm like, "I think the secondary is locked. It's one of them mints that until it sells out, or I don't even know if there'll be a secondary market on it. Like on OpenSea, it might be an internal thing, just like the rumored Reddit drop's going to be like an internal marketplace, which is 
you know, pretty cool if that happens. But um, yeah, it's just about educating and people if they're like stuck. I seen Mr. Mint reach out to someone the other day on, on Twitter was like, oh, I tried to buy a ute and I bridged his EKVM and I sent funds to like the contract and messed it up. And I actually seen Mr. Mint reach out and goes, yo, man, should have DM'd me. I would have walked you through that process. And that is so exciting to see. Like if you see anyone in bother or anyone like, you know, don't know how to bridge right, say to them, please give me five minutes of your time on a phone call and I'll teach you how to do this really simply. You'll only have to show them once and then they'll replicate that for you. So if you show them once, they're going to show someone else how to do it. And it's going to be, you know, it's an easy thing to do, but it can be quite daunting your first time. You maybe don't know how to do it. So it's all about education and being these leaders on the blockchain where all these big Web2 partnerships are coming in is so valuable. If you're Alpha right now, you're Mr. Min sitting up here. You have one of the biggest spaces in Polygon right now. Dot Switch doing a big launch. They know who the big Web3 guy is over here. They know all these people. They'll see with NFT Inspect now. They'll see all these creators and they'll say, I want to approach these guys, maybe just for advice, maybe some sort of content collaboration. Maybe I, I give them some sort of like podcast interview or they see like Mark sitting up here on stage and they say, this guy's big in the Solana ecosystem. This guy's coming over to Polygon. This is interesting. I want to interview this guy. I want to see what he has to offer. So yeah, it's just education, man. If you're on Twitter right now, build up some sort of like presence, just helping people. Like the one thing I always go into my job at Polygon every day or within the community is like, it's on the top of my head is like, how can I help you today? And that's to anyone across the organization, across the community. Can I help you in any way? Like, can I help you out really quick? Can I connect you to someone? Like, that's what I'm trying to do all the time. You know, and, and you know, it's crazy. And kind of touching back to that, that comment, I saw somebody, and it was unfortunately, he obviously messed up. But I'll say this to anybody. It, I'd much rather, I, and I've made that same mistake, honestly. Don't try to be the wise guy. Literally find somebody, ask the question, Hey, how do I bridge? How do I get Matic? Don't be, you know, don't be foolish enough to just try to do it on your own. It takes a couple seconds. I even posted like it's unfortunate it happened, but dude, don't rush it. Like it's not going anywhere. Take your time, ask somebody for help, and, and you can avoid those type of situations. And like one of the crazy things, and then I'll go to uh, Hellcats and Astro because I haven't checked with it. I don't know who's behind the the, the placeholder for Hellcats, but I wanted to make a, a point that. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it was brought to my attention that, you know, Alpha has quite a few things going on. We've got, you know, airdrops. We've got we're essentially an analytical platform that hasn't deployed on Polygon yet. It's currently still getting the kinks worked out. And we're going to deploy that and be one of the top uh, Alpha communities and analytical platforms for Polygon ecosystem. But with that being said, it's newcomers coming to our project and they're just like discombobulated. They have no idea what's going on. And unless you've been a part of it or asked the right questions. It's really hard. So what I've done is we've hired two video guys and, and content creators to essentially create very intuitive, short two, three minute videos detailing what Manifest Labs is and what is what is Alpha and what is Polygon. And then when you come into our Discord, we're going to distribute these on on mediums on TikTok. We're going to distribute them on YouTube because when people come to look, what is where I need to put my resources? What should I be buying? I want them to come there and see these things. And I think that's the best way to do it. And I think we're going to onboard people that way. And then however I can continue to create mass appeal for our brand and Polygon as a whole is going to be my overall objective for the rest of the year. So any interviews, any, any, anything I can do, any events, any speaking events, any conferences, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be repping Polygon and I'm going to be repping Alpha and whatever we're doing with Manifest Lab. So um, go ahead, Mark, and then um, I'll, run, I'll hop over to Hellcats. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I think when we think about the education part of things too, it, it's important to keep in mind that if, if one person's asking that question, then a bunch of people are asking that question, right? And I think like that's the easiest way to figure out, once again, how do we want to onboard people into this space is that if, if somebody has a question that you're seeing them talk about on the timeline or whatever, create a cool thread with answers to that, right? And then that way in the future, um, more and more people can see that thread if they if they search on Twitter and they're looking for the solution or if somebody else goes, oh, hey, there was already a thread about this, like, you know, and they copy and paste and send over that thread, right? That's how we make this whole, whole thing easier for people is we remove a lot of the friction, right? So, and that, that goes for every blockchain right now. Like right now, there's a lot of friction on all of the different blockchains. And so we're actively trying to do things to make that user experience that much better for people because the more friction we remove, the more likely somebody is to stay here, right? The moment that person gets overwhelmed and they're just kind of flustered with what to do, that person's way more likely to leave the space and never come back, right? So every time you go and you make a thread about something or you answer a question that somebody has, you increase the odds that that person stays within the space and stays here and, and then also onboards other people, right? So that's a big part of it. It's just continually giving back like that. Um, by the way, I do have to jump off in a few minutes, but I just want to say I appreciate it. This has been a really fun space. Um, and uh, Mr. Mint, definitely pumped for you to come out to L.A. and for come on the podcast and everything like that. But I'll be on here for a few more minutes, but just a uh, heads up. Yeah, man, no, I appreciate you being here. And uh, what we'll do is uh, I'll correspond with you uh, in text, uh, flight times, arrival, and then you can let me know what works with you because definitely want to get out there and get that done because, like, this week coming up, I'm taking this with a vengeance, man. Like, I swear, like, we've got GG out, tons of we've got ring runners coming up at, on first of next month. Like, so much, you know, so many activations. And, you know, I want to be hyper aggressive about making sure people, our voice is loud. The hoot is loud here, right? So a lot of cool things, man. So I'm excited to meet with you and, and get people to get that real intimate perspective and who I am, what we are at Manifest Labs and what Alpha is all about and what Polygon truly is and what it's going to be from the ground level, like in the trenches building every day. Uh, I think people need to understand that there's real builders here and that there's real things happening because I think there's a misconception uh, when associated to that. So I'm super excited for that. And those street tacos, man. I, I can't wait for that. Just being honest. Uh, go ahead, uh, Rick. Uh, Rick Gang. <laughs> yeah, I love this education talk. I think it's super important for the space. And I just want to add that there are levels to education. So I think right now we're talking about onboarding new people to the space, but even experienced users struggle with some of the tech, right? Like minting from contract and you see people getting scammed all the time and they've been in the space several years. So it is a very tricky space to navigate because it is complex and everything is very new. Um, so my recommendation, obviously, would be to join a trustworthy community uh, like Alpha, like Rec Gang, like Hellcats that have, you know, people in there that have very good experience and can definitely help you out. Because some things you just will not find on YouTube, like minting from contract. I don't even think that's on YouTube. Or if you go through a thread, um, maybe not somebody that's super trustworthy that's writing that up. So join these communities. There's always somebody there to assist you. And uh, I think it's kind of the way for the DGENs to learn. Not not the normies, but the DGENs also need to continue their education uh, in this web-free ecosystem. So lo love this piece. I, I think this is a great conversation that you set up, Mr. Mint. Yeah. And this was like completely organic. Um, I had no idea we we're getting. Uh, it's 131 people here on a Sunday, uh, and and since I'm saying that, bottom right corner, you see that purple button. You see it. I know you do. Press that button. 
drop a hashtag, retweet, cost you two calories to do so. Let's keep the algorithm. Everything is in the benefit of Polygon, not just me or anybody up here speaking, but it helps continue to draw eyes. We're sitting at 133 in the middle of the afternoon here in, in, in Central Texas. And I want to continue to push the positive narrative that you go to other chains and you look at the spaces that are being hosted on those corresponding chains where the soul or Ethereum and you look at the and you look at the listener count. We're doing similar numbers. We're doing similar things. It's just people don't understand and are unaware. So every little bit counts. I shouldn't have to beg you. This helps you guys at the same time. Please, bottom right corner, drop a tweet, drop a hashtag, retweet this space, drop a comment, something uh, to help better the algorithm with Twitter. But let's go over to Hellcats real quick, and then we'll go to Astro. Who, how are you guys doing? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys. It's Yanis. Uh, I'm the community manager. Uh... I really enjoyed this conversation. I'm uh, working in uh, education myself in real life. And uh, I strongly believe that, you know, this is the real path forward, right? I mean, educating people is uh, more than helping them, you know, helping onboarding them because they can then uh, try to educate other people themselves, right? So this can lead to exponential growth. Uh, and of course, uh, trying to keep uh, people safe, keep them away from, uh, you know, getting scammed or anything. Um, I strongly believe that, you know, this is a really good uh, opportunity that we have here in uh, Polygon right now. Sometimes it just reminds me of, you know, uh, Silicon Valley in the 80s, right? There are a lot of projects that we could uh, correlate them as startups, right? Uh, we have uh, Polygon Studios that are available and, uh, you know, they are uh, helping as much as they can. We have a lot of projects that want to collaborate together, right? Hellcat, Red Gang, Olfa, and more, more, more projects that are coming every day. Uh, today, only I had like three or four conversations with projects that are launching now. And all of them are, you know, we're talking about the same thing. We want to collaborate. We want to see uh, the whole uh, blockchain and the whole ecosystem grow. So I think that, you know, this is, this seems like a golden opportunity, right? Uh, so, yeah, basically that's for me. Yeah, no, it's it's collaboration, man. Collaboration is, is uh, the recipe for success. So, you know, we're doing those things here. And like I said, you have to have a, a nonstop mentality. You know, for me, I've, I it took a long time to get to this point. We looked at multiple chains to deploy our project in our lab. And, you know, we settled to, and not saying settle in a bad way, but like we we found out and built our, our settlement, essentially our, our landing point and destination is Polygon. And this is where it is. I mean, to me, I wouldn't want to be building on any other chain. I pre I love the community here. I love the energy. And once again, I love the support from Polygon. We just had Rainy Reese. I think Amanda's here from Polygon. Uh, uh, it, it, you got to understand, like, guys, you don't really see uh, those type of things in other chains as much, especially when it comes from the blockchain side. Uh, it just doesn't exist. So to have that type of support, have business development, have some deep doing spaces, which, by the way, we're going to do a alpha space with sandeep for the alpha community coming up really soon i just got to figure out like the timing in his schedule and i and I, hopefully what i'm going to do is allow you guys to write up a bunch of questions i'll ask him and then obviously we'll do some live q a as well from the community but once again how many times do you get a billionaire essentially the founder of a blockchain to go on a space to us little bitty tiny 
NFT project and show his time and respect for us and obviously show a mutual interest and concern about the self for about our development and the success of what we're doing on their chain. Like that's a huge instrument and it shows you what's essentially happening and why it's so much more important for us to continue to work, right? Uh, Amanda, yes, I do need help organizing that space with Sandy. I know he's busy. I just saw your message pop up. If you could help me with that, that'd be amazing. Uh, he did message me on Telegram. He hasn't responded to my Telegram message uh, for my last one, but if you could help me with that, that'd be amazing because I definitely want to have that comment. So I appreciate you a million for that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really cool. The conversation is great. Um, just for people to know, this was already a pre-scheduled Red Gang Alpha Talk Polygon Collaborative space. It wasn't so much geared to GG, even though I have it there. We will have a GG space with the GG NFT with DGen. We'll host that space specifically for the reveal and the community associated, which we'll do sometime later today. But this is mostly focused around edifying Polygon, creating that, collab that collaborative ecosystem and allowing people to understand that we are here and we are building. I saw some earlier Frank posted the status about me and obviously in Alpha. And I, I was just reading through the comments and like, I'm not going to give this guy a ton of credit or essentially like airtime, but he wrote, is there, you know, are Polygon NFTs actually like a thing or like, is there anything actually growing or building over there? And I'm just like, see, once again, total misconception, completely ignorant comment without actually doing due diligence. And I think it's up to us to educate people. I was like, dude, yes, there is. Of course there is. There's people building on chains that you haven't even heard of, right? So the idea that there's nothing here just because he came over here means absolutely nothing. It just means that they needed some bigger brands at the end of the day, right? So, you know, we're a small market team and we needed a big brand and a big and a big player to come in our ecosystem to help draw eyes. And they drove a conversation. Why? Why, why, why? And that conversation is being answered every step of the way why Polygon is going to be the next destination for builders and creators and founders. So super excited for the future of what's happening. Go ahead, Astro. I just wanted to add two points. Like first one was uh, Mark said earlier, like uh, people write uh, threads that can be uh, educational and can be shared with others. I think if someone goes through the hustle to make a thread, it could be also formatted and thrown on a couple of other medias uh, like Reddit and uh, Medium. Uh, the second point is uh, about the education. And uh, so far, um, I seen uh, because lots of people uh, in my in my surrounding, they ask for uh, where they can start. And sometimes I just like uh, don't even know how to explain it and where to start. And uh, one of the biggest help for me in this case was a, a pro project called Ledger Quest. And you don't even need to have a ledger to go through them. But it's a very interesting concept where they go, uh, where they uh, make you go through a couple couple of articles about uh, different varieties of connecting your wallet, collecting, uh, uh, working with MetaMask, uh, uh, transactions, difference with auto authentications. And uh, uh, at the end of a quest, you you go through a little exam, you you must pass 100% and then uh, you receive the, uh, the proof of knowledge NFT. It cannot be transferred, but it's a pretty interesting concept. And uh, I think if we would have something like this uh, joint, uh, joint forces with uh, all Polygon founders may be organized by Polygon Labs, and uh, every single creator could pitch in. And uh, uh, let's say we can uh, announce it at a certain time to make it like a gamification. So, uh, and uh, whoever receives a first one gets like maybe a good, uh, he will be able to go and mint 
like a, a free NFT that he will be able to sell at the end, and uh, he will be getting something random from uh, Ragged Guns or, or Alpha or Hellcats and uh, uh, Aplians. Uh, someone can like just donate, and like I don't know, we may. Um, not donate probably like make an art like and uh, try to try to do something with it but if we will be able to make it like very interesting and interacting then the, the knowledge would come like as easy as watching a movie and uh, uh, with the uh, with the growing communities and the growing uh, uh, generations we see that they more susceptible to receive information in video content and interactive content and uh, that must be taken into accountability because uh, uh, not everyone is uh, ready to read like big articles and uh, go through very boring uh, crypto knowledge and uh, how the blockchain works it's technically it's uh, it can uh, make us sleep like even a professional so therefore that kind of gamification is amazing i passed a couple of tests myself like i was surprised that i cannot pass a single one from one shot so i had to repeat a couple of times until i was able um, without reading articles someone new won't be able to even go through this and by reading it he will be able to catch a lot so i think the education can be achieved with the gamification process and uh, maybe we all uh, in polygon can uh, combine with joint forces and uh, uh, make that massive push like that would be awesome to see yeah, you know, just kind of like giving a bit of caveat insight on that and coming from a marketing perspective and, and just like the social engineering side of like the human psychology of how typical people consume data and information consistently is very much through the median of visual representation. Like people consume so much data and information through videos, right? And what he's essentially saying is what is also very evident about what people are doing in the space because i say all the time and i not obviously it's like a joke but like people don't read in web3 like people just don't read like we spend and we spend hours doing really in-depth medians and i look at the analytics and i'm like no one wants to read this right they it's really intuitive and there are people that appreciate it and they dm me all the time like dude these median artists are great but the vast majority of people just don't have the time or care to read and the best way to digest information is intuitively based on interactive sides and gamifying it and making it very easy to consume. And I think when you get into like Web3 and you get into like wallets and all these things, it can get really daunting really quickly. And the way to simplify it with people is like, I feel like NFTs are a great bridge point for getting people into DeFi because it creates a soft medium for people to conceptualize. Because instead of them looking at the the token and like a, t a ticker and then like a bunch of metrics and then wallets they're looking at an image which represents the chain in itself right uh and i think that is like the fundamental focus for founders and creators to kind of conceptualize that dumb it down to make it easier you look at the reason i said this before right and i think people are really not understanding this this is a business that must literally be found it must have a foundation in web 3 and in web 2 to exist you look at pudgy penguins, people are like, everybody ran to Web3 to get away from Web2 to go back to Web2. Like, do you guys understand? Like, Yuga Labs made a ton of money in Web3 only to go get venture funding and all this other money from Web2 because at the end of the day, one, they, they need each other. They must coexist to, to, to work. And then you've got situations like with pudgy penguins, right? Web3 native brand, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they're dropping physical toys. Why do we go back to the thing that we're running from? Because we need it. We need more people in the space. We need more adoption. We need more eyeballs. We need more people to understand the, the, 
that it's viable and we need to dumb it down and make it simple for people because not everyone can conceptualize the space and understand wallets and all these other things. Like it gets crazy. I remember the very first time that I went to go buy Polygon or Bridge Matic to get Weath or any of those type of things. And I literally was like, yo, I can't do this. Like, wait, what is going on? Like just sitting there trying to understand and wrap my head around it really made me frustrated. And imagine you're new to the space and you have no idea. Like you barely even know how to use your debit card or any of the function and features that are associated with your iPhone. Like you've ever walked, I use this as an example all the time. I bet you, I read a statistic that less than 78% of iPhone users know how to use all the functionalities on the phone. So why would you expect someone that doesn't know about crypto to even be able to understand what a freaking wallet is? When the very device that you're listening to this space on, you have no idea what it can do. Most of you guys don't even use 78% of the functionality on your cell phone. And yet you expect people from Web2 to understand what crypto is and how to get a wallet. Like, just come on, people. We've got to dumb it down. We've got to make it simple. I literally go, if I go in the mall and I walk into the Apple store, I go to a random rep and I'm like, show me something I don't know about my iPhone. I, I challenge you guys to do it. Literally go to the Apple store and be like, find a random rep. Show me something that will blow me my mind away about my iPhone that I wouldn't really know. And I promise you, they'll blow you away because there's so much stuff that our device has that we use our ultimate tool, and we know very little about it. So just kind of put it in perspective. If you don't even know much about the device you're listening listening on, how do you expect people to know much about where we are in this space? And I think that's the draw point. And one of the reasons why I'm about to go on a campaign to dumb down our project, not to the people that are here, but for the people outside looking at it. And I know native crypto heads and, and, and NFT uh, native people will get it and understand it. But I'm not just so important. I want to build the fishing nets that are going to capture new inbound people that are going to migrate to YouTube and other mediums and platforms to digest information about where they should go and what are the new upcoming chains. And that's what, that's the way to do it. it. You have to do it that way. So really cool conversation here. A lot of insight. 129 people in this space on a Sunday. Amazing, amazing conversation. Uh, we had Polygon stop by. We've got great speakers. Great context. I just saw we've got Fatty Bags, Wraithworks, all these guys. We've got a couple other space uh, speakers kind of uh, requesting up, trying to get you guys. Um, just a great conversation overall. And uh, excuse me, guys, when it, before I request allow people up, I do look at your profiles because I'm just very weary of bringing up people. Uh, this is not necessarily a shield session. So I'm just going to give you your warning now. If I bring you up and you run straight into a shield session, you will get booted off the stage. So just FYI, I will bring you up, but I must give you that warning. If you shill, you will be sent back to the floor. Go ahead, uh, Rick Gang. Yeah, you might be sending me back to the floor now. Um, actually, I wanted to, <laughs> you know, initially when we set up this space, I kind of wanted to chat about the alpha on Polygon. And I'm wondering if you're interested in having the, this conversation as in, you know, what are you looking forward to on Polygon? Is there like some projects that uh, some of our listeners should be looking into or should be interested in, in kind of checking out? Yeah, no, I mean, it kind of just put my foot in my mouth. Jesus, man. Um, <laughs> uh, like, let's do this and then I'll go. I'll answer that question. Craft Dad, what's up? <laughs> What's up? Thanks for pulling me up. Yeah, I just came up because you were talking about like how, how difficult it is right now for people to get involved in Web3 and like how so many people 
who are already like onboarded into Web3 have this expectation that like, oh, new users, yeah, we should expect them to just want to come in and do hours of education and learn about blockchain and learn about how to use a crypto wallet. And we should assume that they'll just automatically know about all of the risks of like signing messages um, and like all of the different ways that they could compromise their wallets. And so I really like what you were saying about like trying to find more ways just to like dumb it down, make it easier, make it accessible. Um, and like the the analogy you made with an iPhone, I think is great of like, your phone has so many features that like the vast majority of people don't know about. Um, but there are certainly people who use every single one of those features. And so something I've been trying to think a lot about is like, yeah, how do we maintain the power of Web3 and like the power of some of these platforms, but then make it so that that power is accessible, but it's not like in your face, overwhelming everyone who's brand new to the space. Because um, I think especially right now, what we've seen with a lot of these like marketplaces and platforms is that they're really building for quote unquote advanced or pro traders. And that means that like they're creating these really powerful user experiences, but they're also incredibly overwhelming for people who don't know what they're looking at. And they're that a lot of that information is unnecessary anyway. So I'd actually be very curious about like if, if you're open to sharing some of the ideas that you have for alpha in terms of like how to make the experience for like especially new people to get into alpha and, and start holding your NFTs and engaging with your community. If, if you have anything you'd be comfortable sharing at this point. <laughs> I've got my advisors texting me, be careful. Just don't say anything. They're literally texting me. You can't. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think how I can answer that question. You know, this is how I use a lot of, I and I use this term, people that follow me in spaces know I use the terms, you know, human psychology, because like, I, I love the human mind. Understanding like the, how we consume things, how we perceive things, how we interpret things, those things, right? And I look at those things and I look at some of the biggest IPs and brands that kind of resonate across like Web2 and whole. And I look at like Apple, right? They keep it simple, stupid, right? Like they've made it so simple for users to, to interact with the device, but they have layers of complicated, you know, all these features associated with the iPhone, but yet from the surface of it, it's so simple and it's easy for them to do it. And I think just to give like some insight to how our brain works at, at Manifest Labs and like what we're trying to do now and our pivot is to simplify the way that they perceive what we're offering into a way where they can have it, they can touch it, they can, they can conceptualize it. But if they want to get deeper and they want to get into like the nitty gritty and all the, the intricate details and aspects, they can do so. Because like if you tell if I go to a like I use my one of my friends as an example, I call him. I was like, yo, I've got some alpha for you. Uh, this is the project is hot. He doesn't really understand that. He's just like, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean this project is going to be? Like, what does that mean, right? And then I have to use cross comparisons and analogies. Like, hey, remember when that one sneaker came out and they started to sell for 1600 He's like, yeah, similar to that, that type of height, that type of price action, right? But the stuff is associated with this space. So we're trying to find more, I think in the way that I get across to people is I, I use analogies to do so. And that's my greatest like goal and to, is to find comparative analogies that are associated with Web 2 and then find a way to kind of marry them and bridge them into Web 3 is the way and is one of my ultimate fascinations uh, to try to figure out how to do that uh, outside of the more intuitive ways that you see, like going into like toys and, and bringing people those medians with like dolls and things of that nature. But I think there's a quite a few different ways to do so. And I think we're going to we've got some really cool things to, to do. 
Uh, we just, you know, we're not at liberty to really fully disclose it because obviously, you know, we don't want to get front run, but we have some really cool things we're working on. And I think just kind of giving you a broad perception of what we're trying to do overall is that it's to dumb it down. Keep it simple, stupid, right? You know, one of uh, 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 Galvin behind Dino Dash used that, used that. And I have to reiterate that because it, it really is the way to, to mass adoption, right? Um, and I want you guys to understand that the only way we get mass adoption is to keep it really simple. Uh, and you look at what Reddit did. Plug your Apple Pay in, plug your Google Play in, plug your credit card in and press a button and boom, you've got it. You don't have to go to a launch. You don't have to, you know, you just got to be there, right? Most people want to simplify it. People don't like to read. People don't like to click a lot of buttons. You want the pass of least, least resistance. And I think those are the keys to success and, and onboard. And so uh, we will we'll have some of these mechanisms and, and thing and actions, action items that we're working on come out really soon. Um, but I just don't want to kind of like fully develop some of those things uh, because we've got some really cool things in, in the pipeline. And you would be surprised. Actually, I don't think anybody would be surprised at the point. How much support we have from the, the web two powerhouses that run Polygon, right? And what we're gonna bring into this ecosystem and how we're gonna onboard. And I, I'm excited to show you guys. It's, it's definitely gonna be a hell of a ride. Go ahead, Berserker. Yeah, uh, I love what you just said. Uh, I'm gonna add a little caveat on making things too simple. I, I know we love to make things simple and you're totally right. People don't wanna read. <laughs> Um, at all. And it's funny because this is a complicated space and sometimes you do need to be, you know, kind of uh, give a complicated message. So what I mean by making things not too simple is I'm a little afraid of uh, making things too centralized, right? We are in crypto for a purpose and that purpose for me is keeping this power of ownership, right? This freedom and the freedom lies in the decentralization. And sometimes what happens, you know, with these up and coming Web2 brands that are trying to transition into Web3, I feel like they're not capturing that and it becomes very centralized. And at that point, I kind of it's missing the value of crypto at that point. Right. So for me, um, having the balance between the two is going to be key into onboarding normies. Right. You want those people to come into the crypto space, but you also want them to understand this is us and it's important we keep this, you know, decentralized for these reasons. There's a purpose in having the blockchain immutable. That's what, you know, kind of provides the whole value of Bitcoin is its true ownership. If you put in too many rails that make things too simple and too incubated, I feel like at that point you kind of lose that purpose. And I don't want us to lose ourselves, you know. I love the Pudgy Penguins toys. I think it's a great way of onboarding people. But the Pudgy Penguins NFTs are still on the Ethereum blockchain, which is very decentralized. So I kind of like that balance that they developed there. Yeah, and, and the one comment, and obviously this is an open conversation. And, like, you know, I, I, I always go to this thing, right? And, and then I'll go to the hands down below. 90% of my friends that I onboard into Web3, the first thing they say to me after they get in, like, so when I get this, the list, this is literally what they say, people. When I get this, like, when I sell it, like, I'll actually be able to get the money out. That's the first thing they say. Well, I will actually be, like, when I do this, like, well, I'll be able to get the money out. Like, like it'll be real money. Like, when the idea around money, that idea is so deeply rooted in the, the human psychology, it's actually scary. What is money? Right. Ask yourself that question. What is money? Right. And I always go to this conversation before, like to truly be de decentralized is obviously 
a far off distant dream because I can't pay my cell phone bill, my water bill, my cable bill, my car payment. I can't pay it with crypto. I can't pay it with ETH because some way or another, it has to go to an off ramp, which requires me to pay taxes and have to answer to a government. And I think the idea around decentralized economy, and I know we're getting deep, and I don't want to go too crazy because I know Berserker will go down the rabbit I, hole. I love this. You know how much Good. I love talking about so, this. So but yeah, let's not bore people. <laughs> I, I want to keep it short and sweet, but the idea is there. But there's a lot of things that need to happen into that, and I and I agree. Like we, we don't want to make it too super simple, but I we do need to soften it a bit because it's really daunting. For newcomers to uh there's a really cool like video and i gotta find it and i'm gonna find it on youtube what kind of like shows people like their understanding it's like it's probably like 20 minutes long and it shows people first time being exposed to nfts and how they respond and then like what they think they are and like the questions associated with it and it's a really eye-open experiment that they did and then how difficult it was for them to read instructions on how to do certain things and still ha- struggle to understand it like I go through this all the time with like with my mom and I use her as an example and then I'll go to our, our audience, right? Another example. She'll be like, you send me the crypto, but like, what can I do with it, right? And I'm like, well, it's the same as you getting like money in your bank account. The difference is it's held somewhere else. Like you can't see the dollars. Like most of the money that you guys interact with on a consistent basis is completely digital. It's digital. Like you don't see the money in your bank account. It's not, in fact, if you really look at the banks and the and the entities that manage your resources on a consistent basis that are associated with your fiat off ramps and your debit card credit cards, it's all digital currency already. The it, banks it's don't less even less than digital, man. It's totally fake. At least crypto you own it, <laughs> they don't even have the reserves for that money. I already knew that was gonna rub you the wrong, but it's the truth, right? Like the money, like the bank, and, and I'm using the use US formats, right? You go to the bank and you read the like disclaimer. Hey, we don't even have this amount of money in the bank account that's associated with what could possibly be there because they don't have it. It's all digital anyways. The concept of dollars and, and euro and, and and rupee or whatever you're using to being real is actually just a facade. It isn't actual. Most of the circulated resources are traded on exchanges or within the bank's banking system. And you don't really even realize it, that you've been utilizing digital currency your whole life. You just don't understand it. Like, look at Apple Pay, look at Google Pay, look at all these things. Like, people zeal, people transfer. It's all digital anyways. You just have to understand it. It's different. It's not governed by government entities. It's decentralized. So another topic, Berserker, we'll get into a deeper web of that for people that want to go down that that rabbit hole. But um, let's get to our next speakers. Uh, oh, we got Frank D. God in the house, guys. This space just turned up 10,000% right now. I didn't even see you down there, bro. Uh, we were just going in about this stuff. What's good, Frank? Yo, what's good? <laughs> we're just having right, a combo, so man. What's, what's good? I'm missing Hellcast. What else am I missing right now? I got the three. Dude, hosts. you got to get a Hellcast. I got the three. Yo, hosts. you need to get one, bro. Come on. No, I'm down. <laughs> I, I had to step away from the computer for a second. But the thing that we got to start pitching to these ETHMFers is like, you are a whale with one ETH, bro. Like, on God. I'm out here like, hmm, oh yeah. Hmm, what do I want today? <laughs> like, it's kind of fun. But what's good, dude? Like, uh, obviously, you went on a little shopping spree, kind of stirred up the whole Polygon ecosystem, man. Great to have you here, man. And um, shit, I'd love to sit down with you when I fly into LA. Uh, we just you just missed Mark. He, we're setting up a time to do the interview and stuff. So definitely would love to, you know, 
chop some conversation and, and, and plan some things out, man, because you're over here with us now, bro. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, so it's time to, like, let me give my feedback on like even the buying process because I bridged this time using Bridge Umbria definitely a lot faster. Like, we got to start recommending that to every MF or under the moon. I think there's some other ones like Umbria, but dude, you, like, I, yeah, like, I can't catch anyone using that official Polygon bridge ever again, dude. It was like, I bridged a Polygon in like two minutes. It was like cheap. It does it in ETH as well. I'm like, holy shit, this is OP. Um, so there was that. And then I think the other thing too, it's kind of the listings are so fragmented on different marketplaces. I wish there was like an aggregator of sorts. Like that would also help a lot, right? Because you don't, you, you kind of have like different listings on one planet, OpenSea, uh, and then obviously Magic Eden and then do for people that have the private code. So I think we got to figure that part of it out too. I think do aggregates, but you know, it's private right now. So waiting for them to launch, I guess. But so those are the big two things um, for me off the, off the bat. And then I think the bridges should also like give you a little Matic to start. Like it could, if you're going to trade ETH over, swap ETH over to Matic, it should just give you like 0.1 Matic. It'll just automatically kind of swap for that, you, you know, using like the quick swap API or something. Um, yeah, it's just got to be a lot cleaner, dude. It's, it is definitely a little annoying because I was looking for my, the, the one that was like the most annoying, and this is no shade, uh, all low because I did buy the NFC, uh, the rec, you know, rec gang. You guys are on like fucking 20 marketplaces, bro. It's definitely a little tough to, to find my grail. Um, <laughs> I, I agree, man. Do is going to be a great aggregator as soon as they remove that code and they get like a magic eat and open sea on one planet under one roof. That'll make things so much easier. But thank you for the support. Really appreciate it. No, I said I like the art. I feel like I copped the fire one, too. So hyped on that. I had to do the post for the two dogs, you know, just wanted to get I wanted to see so far wrecked is, you know, wreck gang is kind of it, it's just funny that they're both with the wrecked in the first name. So, um, you know, let's, the rising tide lifts all boats, right? No, it, it's dope, bro. And like, I had to say this, and then we'll go to Fatty because I saw his hand. Um, it and obviously you're you're new in the polygon and going on, and dudes coming here. But I, I don't know if you're aware that the whole premise behind Alpha was literally to build an analytical aggregator to the platform. We've been working on it for two months in private because, like, I don't like getting front run. Um, and the idea was for us to be the powerhouse and the and the key uh, analytical tool used on the platform to be able to have it. And that's why I'm going into like a, a direct partnership with Magic Eden and having the access to certain things that other people won't because they see the value when we're doing in Alpha and with, um, you know, with 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 Manifest Labs, with our with our parent company, because the objective was to to make. Uh, Polygon more palatable for people migrating from Ethereum and, and Soul because there's just no tools here, right? So, you know, I'm no knock to do, right? They always reach out to me and, and ask me to collaborate with them. I'm like, dude, I'm a competitor. But at the end of the day, my objective is to be one of the big, like the biggest focal points of our objective as a as a community as and as an NFT project is to provide that tool to the ecosystem. And, you know, we're in probably like 85% completion. I'd love to show you and your team what we've already got built. So you can kind of see it and give it some insight because the UI is like really one of the biggest focal points of what we're doing. Obviously, the functionality and the integration with the marketplaces, but also having a very fluid, like soft UI that's easy to deal with for people to kind of migrate over. Because like I come from ETH, so like I've dealt with pretty much all of the, the, the aggregators over there when it comes to analytical tools. 
and understanding which ones I like and like those like the perks of those tools, we've kind of brought and married those all over here so that way we can have those here. And, you know, in my Discord, we posted like a bit like a, a small like one minute video kind of going through almost like a like a like a my my you know my cribs kind of vibe to see what the tool looks like from end to end. Um and it's only private to our community because obviously once again getting front run coming from the tech space. But I would love for you guys to see it so you guys can have like some insight because the objective is, like I said from the beginning, I think it's your key objective. We need more, we need people over here. Like one ETH on in in this ecosystem is a whale status. Like you can buy so much with that type of resource. <laughs> I think like you guys 400 was a little like, you know, that made a dent for sure. But then, you know, for a lot of them, I was like, holy shit, like I'm spending, I'm buying, but it's not really making a dent. So I think that could be a pretty big marketing, you know, momentum uh, type type play. Another thing too, I'm thinking about, it's tough. Um, yeah, like how do we, you know, we got to just figure out a better way to highlight projects too. Because I think like when I made that tweet, I'm getting tagged in a bunch of projects that honestly look good. Like, especially some of the more, you know, as much as it might be bad to say, some of the more corporate projects, um, I think that they're good. Like, they, lo they look like they're actually going to go deliver some shit, like do some cool things. But there's like no community around them, completely washed. It's just like one dude tagging them. But that person that's tagging them is like legit. So, yeah, I think in your analytics tool, if there could be a way to maybe highlight the, not even just the numbers, but like the substance or the pitch of what that project is trying to build it's going to make it a lot more interesting, you know, for people to bridge over. I think like I, I'm, I'm cooking up right now, something like I'm thinking it through today, just going through the whole experience. You know, you got to use Umbria for sure. Like I like just don't even bother. Like, like that's got to be the de facto. I think that alone will create a lot less friction for people to bridge over. And then the other thing too is, yeah, like once you get over there, you've got your ETH, you've got your Matic, you know, um, either you're going to swap it to Matic or the marketplaces will do that for you. And I just think it's gotta be like a standard we demand from the marketplaces that like, it's ridiculous, I gotta go to QuickSwap when this technology exists to just like, you know, check how much the price is, auto swap, fuck. I mean, the marketplace could even take a spread on the convenience, like take a few bips. That could be a business model for them. I wouldn't mind. Um, and I think a lot of people on ETH wouldn't mind either if it's just like, you know, take a few Matic or whatever in, in fees, uh, maybe just one, I don't even know. So that's like where my head is at on the funnel for getting people over, but you can't make the funnel without highlighting like quality projects. So even with the Reddit NFTs, I see crab that up here. Like, man, it's a bitch, dude. I'm not going to lie. There's so many collections, dude. I was like, you know what? Let me go support the Reddit community. I ended up just buying Cone because, <laughs> you know, because it was like, fuck, I don't know which one of these collectibles to pick. So I want to have some Reddit exposure. So I just got some Cone. Um, so that's like, my kind of take as an ETH Solana MFR uh, today, going through the Umbria process, trying to buy certain NFTs. That was like the real friction. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, and you highlight some very, like I remember when I first, because I've only been in Polygon for like 60 days, like to be honest, like our project is 60 day old. And like when I came over here, I'll never forget it. Like I go to Magic Eden and I'm like, yo, like let's launch Alpha on like Soul. And I was like, ah, maybe not. I looked at like Avalanche, all these other chains, and then I saw the little tab in the top left for, for Polygon, and I saw Rec Dogs actually. I mean, yeah, Rec Dogs. And like it it literally took me like an hour and a half to figure out how to get Matic. I also lost like 400. I have no idea where it went. And then I was just like, yo, this is really triggering me. So 
it was crazy because like I I reached out to some of like the the other people in the community. I was like, yo, how do you guys get mad? Like, I don't even understand how you guys buy shit here. And then, you know, like I was going through the process of like building with the communities before we launched. And I was asking like, where are the top projects? And to kind of go to what you said about wrecking, like I couldn't find their collection anywhere. And I think Berserker knows this. And then I found it scattered across everywhere. And then I realized they were on one planet and they're an OG. So like, there's a lot of those friction points you're talking about. I experienced as a user as well, because like when we came here, the objective was to try to figure out how to like, like when you see a problem, find a solution, right? That's how you make innovation. I think, you know, I think a lot of people's thinking one of the things that kind of like not let me down was eye openers. Like so many people were building here for so long, like two years is long in Web3. And they didn't see the need to address these issues or concerns because they were comfortable in building in the current ecosystem. And now the need and demand for people to integrate is is like at a high is a high precedent. So I think like for us, it's imperative that we figure that out. And I think one of the things, and I'll go to Fatty Bag, so I saw his hand, and look who pulled up, Scurpy, of all people. Um, one, one thing before we keep going, I just yeah. want to make this call to action to the to the audience right now. Go ahead. Anyone that makes a high quality, like high quality, easy to understand tutorial for Bridge Umbria um, and how to use it and why you should use it and why it's safe, like like make that thread. I will retweet the fuck out of it today from my account, from the YouTube account, but it's got to be good. No, no trash in there, so it's easy for people to understand because. I, the amount of people that don't understand and don't know that you can actually just bridge ETH and back and forth in like two to three minutes is so, it's disgusting, bro. It, like I knew about Umbria, but I'm not going to lie. Today was my first day using it. Like today was my first day using it and it was so smooth, just dialed process really easy. Like you don't even have to input two wallet. You don't even have to connect on the Polygon side. It's just, it's just smart enough to know. So you just connect your ETH wallet and you pick how much ETH you want to bridge over, and it sends it over as wrapped ETH. I mean, holy fuck, dude. Like, we need to get those tutorials out there ASAP. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll help with distribution there. I'll retweet. But, man, yeah, nobody fucking knows about this. They're still, like, complaining about the 45-minute, hour-long bridge. And, um, nah, dude, it's, it's like, instant. No, you gotta, you gotta skip Umbria. You got to skip Umbria completely, bro, and and use uh, Rubik Exchange. I got it. I got it up at the top. What's up, Frank? It's good to see you, dude. Um, definitely, the key is Rubik Exchange. I think we've done like eight hundred thousand plus through oh, it. With no issues. Okay, cool. And this it's, one's and better. It's I'll test this one sick, next. bro. Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, it, it's Damn, an aggregator. You want to say, so, bro? Like, uh, like, yeah, what's the Twitter easy, account easy. for Rubik? Let me find that because I yeah, think another bro, thing, guys. Here's another lesson for these threads. You want to try to tag Twitter accounts um more often than not because people aren't very trusting of links but like okay if i yeah you... why'd you kick him off the space oh he runs. was there what happened i don't know <laughs> he left it seems i don't know what happened maybe he was playing with the spaces and uh, he got disconnected yeah, he probably rugged he'll be back uh zerker zerker uh, i think you are the one that Frank uh, was talking about when he said, write a thread about uh, the bridge. I, I'm already writing it, man. I'm already yeah. writing it. I, I need I, this I so sure. So please, I, I, everybody, I so don't sure. write it. Let me do it. Uh. I just <laughs> wanted to praise your uh, thread writing skills and uh, show everyone how, how well your community knows you. Okay, let's. he's back. It's all good. 
Yeah. yeah. Again, just skip the skip the whole. Um, so where where's the Twitter account Rubik Exchange? I'll pull it up and, and post it, or maybe uh, somebody else yeah. from the Aplanes community could snag that. That would be that'd dope. be sick. Yeah, man, it's it's a game changer. It's an aggregator. It's quick. Uh, you just choose uh, the token that you have on this, you know, said chain, say ETH, and then you can choose a token on any other chain. Uh, it finds the best route, the best price, uh, and a couple clicks, and you're done, dude. And it's quick as shit. Uh, I've been using it for for onboarding with like a lot of the red folk because the bridging experience is a pain in the ass and it's slow as, as all hell. So it's a good one. I recommend it. I back it. I even had one issue one time. I think out of eight hundred thousand dollars that went through it. Uh, and they had that fixed for me in like five minutes. Their customer support's sick as shit, which is rare uh, in this space as well. But the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick too, Frank, you were, you were pointing out a couple really good points. And I think that there's a huge opportunity on Polygon because of the low fees, uh, low gas for innovation uh, in this space and to create very intricate contracts and different gamification aspects that change and swap the entire meta of what NFT trading is. Because right now we're kind of stale in the sense that we're, we're flipping uh, animal PFPs and we're doing all of this. And yes, it's fun and I get it. And that's not a slight at anyone. But the reality is, is we need something that shakes up the entire fucking meta. It needs to change what we're doing as NFT traders. Uh, and I think the low fees of Polygon, the community that's starting to be built around it uh, is conducive uh, to supporting that. So I'm excited to see people dig deeper into the tech and utilize Polygon as kind of the medium of where that can be developed. Yeah, it's a, this whole space has got spicy, bro. Like, for real. Um, new people here, Fatty, dropping bombs as usual. Um, we got Smokey in yeah, here. Yeah, I Mac, gotta ask Smokey Scurthy. something. I gotta ask Smokey something. <laughs> Go ahead, Let me Smoke. confirm he's alive right now. Yo, Smokey. Yo, it's my birthday today. No way, no way. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Happy fucking birthday, yes. bro. Happy birthday. I, I may be old, but I'm not a boomer, okay? No, dude, your I'm birthday is officially marking the Pico bottom for uh, Polygon, you know, NFT ecosystem up only from here. Um, I have to ask, Smokey, what's the alpha on upcoming big launches, um, you know, on Polygon? I mean, the biggest one that I can think right now is definitely uh, Pluto Misfits. Like those guys are going to come in hot. And uh, if you don't know about them, you better learn about them because they are going to come out uh, guns a blazing. W. Nice shield there, Smokey. Hey, what's up, Scurpy? Chilling, man. I like to see it. What's good, Mr. Mint? We got Frank in here. It's ridiculous what we got going on on Polygon. If you told me this a year ago, I would have said you're fucking crazy. Uh, it's insane to see, man. So uh, I love to see it, man. And Frank, it's cool to see you fucking hanging out with us and stuff. It's been a long time, and uh, I'm going to get a ute. I don't know when, but pretty soon. I had a couple when it was on, when, when FTX shit went down. I snagged three fucking utes for like, 45 soul each it was the best trade ever and then the next day they were like 90 so um you know i i did have three i got rid of them when they went up a bunch but i am gonna get back in when uh when the time's right i promise you i definitely want them one of the best looking pfps out there what how do i do it is it skirp or is it skirp or it's usually skirp skirp oh man skirp skirp okay keep it classy keep it classy because i'm like a party fan you know we got the ad libs like skirp 
we've got i mean we've got all the legends in the building right everybody's stacked up here look at the end of the day and i think this is evident like our whole objective here is to make polygon more palatable for everybody like you know uh you know with what just with fatty bags with rubik's exchange like i never even knew about that honestly and i'm gonna start soliciting that to everybody i can to kind of utilize that this is the type of stuff that needs to be like I wish there was like a centralized hub that literally when people came to Polygon, like it was just like, boom, and it just laid out everything intuitively so that they could just go to it and not have to. Because like, I swear, all my ETH friends always bitch about bridging and all this stuff. And like, it's impossible. Like, it's all this. And I'm just like, dude, no, it's not. Like, it's not that complex. Like, just like you pay more. You have more frustration built against gas than trying to learn something that can save you thousands of dollars. Right. So like, I think getting them to kind of understand that and like, Cause like literally, I come from ETH. Like I have friends that have tons of mutants and and apes and and Kongs, but like they just will not come here because they just find it too complex. And I think it's the dumbest shit ever. When I hear that, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like the, the easiest way I always use was Change Now or Changely, where I would just send ETH or Tezos or Solana, and they would just send you back the Matic. That was always the the easiest way. But I did make a mistake like a month or two ago sending money i went to like change now dot bio instead of io and i lost like a a grand doing that and that was brutal so you know unfortunately like when you're doing it it's kind of sucks when you have to copy paste do it i've done a million transactions in my life but i finally made a mistake doing that but uh polygon i just want to say has the hungriest founders and content creators out of any of the blockchains and it's really not even fucking close i know it's kind of a pain in the ass to get it i've always kind of said that i've had an nft there for a year very hard to get people to actually get Matic and then they get the Matic ERC and then they're fucking confused. So I understand it's a pain in the ass, but the content creators, the founders are super hungry. So when people come to the chain, they don't maybe necessarily uh, think it's going to be like super competitive. But I will say like there's so many hard motherfuckers that are out here that came from other blockchains that have had other projects or people that are super hungry with really clean art, obviously following in like Frank's footsteps. So you know, I'm bullish on Polygon, man. I don't give a fuck about if it's 87 cents or if it's if it's $90. Doesn't matter. You know, we uh, we understand that it actually is useful, right? Like when I use ETH, I have to pay ridiculous gas fees. I have a bunch of cool cats that I can't even move to my to my ledger because fucking gas fees are so high on it. So it's a uh, it's a pain in the ass, and it makes sense, right? I mean, it saves so much money. It makes Ethereum scalable, uh, more fun. You could do it's it's really going to be useful for like what Starbucks is doing, like redemption stuff. Hey, I can see a barber doing. Hey, come ten times. To my barber shop and get a fucking free nft on top of like a free cut right whatever uh stuff like that like it's really really going to be useful doesn't matter you can pay for ten thousand mints it'll cost you a hundred dollars and you use you know your metamask yo and, and quick caveat to changely i have a bone to pick with them because and it's my own fault and i just kind of give you guys one of those like be careful what you do situations and it's funny you missed mentioned you had an issue because i went to changely to move some maddox to soul because i this was like, and this is true story. Like I was trying to buy some Utes before they migrated and I went and swapped 3,100 Matic to Soul. It was like 160 Soul. And I accidentally sent it from, I think I sent it to ERC 20 or something. So they can't even get it. Like they don't have the access. So I have 3,000 Matic stuck in Neverland with them. And they said they don't know when they'll be able to. No, we got got by them. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> It's still. I'm looking at the screen right now. Like it's just locked. They're like, we but don't it's know. our fault. That's the thing. You have to be just so meticulous. Yeah. If you know, if you do so many transactions, eventually, like if you have FOMO, you mess up. Like honestly, like you want to know how to get drained. First of all, have Wallet Guard on your computer so you don't fucking ever mess up. But 
you know, if you have FOMO and you're trying to rush into something, like you might make a mistake and fucking mess up. Like, you know, you're sending a bunch of money a bunch of times for five years, seven years in crypto. You might type, you might copy and paste or go to the wrong website one time and mess up. But, you know, I'm not making that mistake again. I'll tell you that. I'm sure you're not either. Like, I fucking check it like 50 times now. Yo, this space is crazy, man. Like, we've got everybody. We've got some hands. Let's go to Hellcats and then we'll go to, to Wrecking. Uh, what I want to say is that two things. First of all, uh, Frank, there is also another bridge that actually uh, operates as an aggregator. It is called Bungie.exchange. Uh, it gives you some other uh, bridging routes if you want, and you can also pick the uh, the token or coin that you want. For example, you can send ETH from your uh, from ETH network and get uh, USDC on Matic. So it also gives you uh, two or three uh, different routes, uh, but uh, in terms of time, it is a little bit more than uh, the one you said. It's approximately 15, 20 minutes, if I recall. And secondly, um, I think that Zerk uh, said earlier something about, you know, uh, people even uh, that are a long time in the space uh, that are getting scammed. And this is what Scarpy verified right now, right? That we need more uh, education or, you know, more ways to uh, verify and uh, do whatever we need to get people to not get scammed, right? Scarpy is a very experienced uh, blockchain user. And, you know, he just said that, uh, you know, he got scammed. No, no, I didn't get scammed. Uh, I mean, I guess you can call it scamming. You just kind of, I always went to changenow.io, but I typed change now and I guess went .bio and I fucking, I got got, you know? And uh, you have to be meticulous on on Polygon, unfortunately, because there's different blockchains, right? You got fucking uh, BNB, you got uh, ETH, you got Matic, so you have to uh, be careful, especially as well if you're even using the normal site like we're using. Like if we're sending Solana or Tezos, whatever, to exchange for Matic Polygon, you have to make sure you actually do it the right way. It's got to be a little experience, and that's why Frank's right. It's always been like this, though. I knew when he was coming here, I was like, I wish this was handled beforehand. Um, but I hope now there's a solution for it. I hope someone makes it so it's super simple and fast. That'd be great. And like what Frank said, one Matic per time, you should make that, Frank. I'd use the shit out of that. Yo, we've got so many YouTube in the works. Guys. Go ahead. Sorry, Frank. Oh, I was just saying it's in the works. Like uh, talking to all these guys. I think Squids was another one we're going to talk to. Whoever can do it, I'm down to chill. Like, uh, if we can get these fucking, like, it makes sense, right? Like, honestly, for any bridge protocol, like, if you are bridging, like, I remember this is my biggest problem with Wormhole back in the, like, 2020, 2021. If you want to bridge, it's like, bro, I, like, I need the native token, you know what I'm saying? Like, just for gas, like, how am I not, how do I, like, how is that not an option? To, like, if I want to bridge over wrapped ETH or wrapped soul or whatever, you're going to need that native token. So I feel like it's one of those things. It's just a, it's not even like a, special feature request it's like bro just do this you'll get more users on god like people it's a is the easiest marketing point of all time yeah it does i think that simplicity is undervalued right now i think we need that like i mean it really is the the breaking point of conversation to trying to get anybody to cross over and take a look at so uh, at polygon in general so I think there's some minds that work, right? There's tons of people working on this stuff behind the scenes. I think it's going to happen sooner than later. And I think um, this type of environment, these type of stages, these type of spaces apply pressure. I mean, obviously, you just 
you you put an action item out for people to do a thread to kind of simplify stuff. I think you'll probably have that before the end of the day for sure. Somebody's going to step up to the plate and put that out. But I, I feel like it's not why why does Frank have to ask you that? And no knock to Frank, but like you should want Polygon to be better. So like take the initiative on your own. Just like out of common sense, I, it's like all of us collectively help the overall objective of what the chain needs. And it's to fill those gaps where there's things that are missing. And this is how we do it. Like we have to take the initiative and it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to get slapped around by, by anybody to do it. You should just want to do it and take the initiative to take, take charge and, and be a part of, do your piece, right? Do your part in the ecosystem. Uh, and I think that's key when it comes to doing stuff here, man, because we've got so much to grow and I get tired of, MFers talking shit about Polygon. Like I get on these spaces, and I'm like, dude, like you don't really know what's going on over here. Like people really are building, and yeah, we're not trading at the same metric tons that Soul and ETH are. But you know, there'll be a moment we'll have our laugh, and people will see like, yo, they really are doing some crazy things over there. So go ahead, Rick. Yeah, I was writing the thread, um, and uh, you'll see that coming out very soon. I just want to say that the cheapest one is none of the ones that you guys mentioned. It's called Orbiter Finance. I know we mentioned like six, seven bridges now, so we do need some sort of way of centralizing this because it's getting We need an aggregator for right? the bridge aggregators. On yeah, yeah it's, getting, it's getting stupid here. Um, I had a question for Frank and a pretty simple question. Do you think NFT Summer is coming to Polygon? um is water wet nft summer you know like it's the last place bro with like real you know like like without real adoption right now even bitcoin is going fucking crazy like again like i said i think it's just gonna be i mean you too i think is gonna help carry here um pretty hyped on that but like every all these partners that we talk to all these like kind of you know the bigger companies coming in i feel like they are launching i think there's like one or two games launching this year that are like triple a pretty big deals um and yeah man i i think it's it's one of the things that it's not even just about polygon itself but i think layer two layer twos on eth are all going to thrive to a certain degree on like this next cycle like it just makes sense to me that all these layer twos are going to be there's gonna, people are going to build better better tech to bridge between all these layer twos like the stuff we're describing here and i think that in that process, ETH is just going to get so clogged, um, you know, like it's going to be so expensive. So it really comes down to B, like this is where the the chest comes in. It's like it comes down to BD for all these different layer twos and which ones have the most compelling projects. And I feel like Polygon is still definitely a front runner in that conversation. So just broadly, there's so much of money on ETH. Broadly, like it's going to get congested. It's You already saw what that kind of looks like with meme coin season. And so... As we get into the next cycle, some of these projects that have been building, whether it's games, you know, ecosystems for for years now, start to start to launch. Hopefully, knock on wood, you know, like bull market starts to heat back up again. I think that Polygon becomes the de facto place to go compared to even like Arbitrum, Optimism, and AVAX and some of the other ones. So that's the hope. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people here in this space are building towards. So that's exciting, and you know, th that's the thing with like the lower market cap, like Delta is that it could just have a crazy appreciation and um, that's what I'm excited for. And that, that, that long-term conviction still remains. That being said, yeah, it's still definitely a bitch right now. And I'm trying to flag all these things, whether it's on Twitter or ideally before getting to Twitter, it's behind the scenes to some of the partners here on Polygon on the infrastructure layer because 
yeah, there's just like basic primitives that we need. I'm glad Alpha is build, building like the analytics stuff. I think that, yeah, like you need to have auto swap for these different currencies. It's just not like a luxury that Polygon has, you know. Um, Polygon needs to like be playing a little bit more scrappy on making sure like some of these core friction features are, are fixed. So Because that's the number one complaint. So then like let people stop complaining about that and then moving on. Like we want to get to a place where people are flooding the projects, not the blockchain. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I want people to be flooding use, not Polygon. And I want people to be flooding Brozos, not Polygon. And I want people to be flooding Alpha and Wrecking uh, more than and Scurpy, not 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 Polygon the fucking blockchain. So I think they're not far off from that. And so yeah, ready for that foot next. Yeah, I think it's it's just happening. I think we're in that in that moment right now. Like you guys, you two. I think everybody could say. I think I speak for everybody. Everybody's excited for you season two. Like I think that goes without saying. And at the end of the day, Polygon, you know we want things to champion right you know there's a lot of excitement associated with you guys as brands and ips and i think you guys bring that freshness and, and excitement here and then on top of that the people that have been building here have to step up and get their shit together and start doing cool shit as well because it just you can't we're not resting it all on frank's back and, and dust labs to to carry the torch of polygon i mean you guys have been here and like a lot of our projects i don't even consider myself an og i've only been here for 60 days like scurpy's been building here for over a year Right. So like it's it's really up to the communities already here to like step up, do better quality, bring innovation. Like you guys been living in the most desolate chain on of all. And yet, you know, all these things are now being brought to the forefront as issues because people are trying to migrate over. <laughs> seems retarded to me. Right. So and dude, I speak the facts like this is like what I'm saying is no slight to Polygon. Everybody here knows I say this all the time. It's it it's literally insane to me that people built here for two one, two years, six, seven months, and never did anything about the stuff we're complaining about. And now that they're big builders here, you know, people are scrambling to do shit. It's kind of wild to me. So, but whatever, change is here now and it's going to happen. And, you know, I'm just glad that we're here in the moment to be able to be a part of it. And we can, we can see that change because literally I'm sick of people talking shit about Polygon. I, I swear I am. Go ahead, Skirt. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen improvements. Like we used to not even have rarities on OpenSea. that wasn't that long ago like five months ago i would say or something we didn't even have rarities so you still like buy into nft collections on polygon you wouldn't even know if it was rare you'd have to use like some sketchy third-party site so we've had a lot of improvements i'm telling you but frank i have a question you know probably the most important thing how does an nft project maintain interest for a long period of time because i i know like you know you, you say it's an attention economy you make big moves but you now that's like the million dollar tip like how do you maintain maintain interest for a long period of time the key is in your question the word maintain is should be taken out of the vocabulary and the the word should be replaced with grow because ma maintenance in the nft space is almost like a slow crawl to death right and i think without pushing for growth um it makes it really hard for people to get excited about the future and i think i've said this in a similar space you know polygon space i think a while ago if like Utes 2 and D-Gods 3 don't dramatically grow the audience, size, market cap, price, whatever it is of like our projects, then I think the community will rightfully be disappointed. But I think we know that and that's what we're building towards. And that's why I think we have trust from our community because, you know, whenever we hype something up, it's not like hyping people up for something small. It's like every time I really call out the bat signal, I'm like, all right, guys, it's D-God season it's you season. Like I still haven't called out the fucking bat signal yet. Q2 is happening. 
you know, when that happens, I, I think the D-Gods community, especially people that have been here for a while know, okay, like something's coming out that's, that's ambitious enough that's going to grow, you know, this project dramatically. And so I think maintenance is really tough because a lot of people in your community might even think that's the right answer. And they'll tell you, oh, you should make the project sustainable or, oh, you should make the, you should like maintain these things or that thing about the project. It's like right now, I know that the Utes Discord is dead. And we have something coming out that's going to fix that, that is coming out relatively soon. But it's still not like, it's still not like the number one priority over like youths too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think the community is okay with that at the end of the day. Like maybe some people are more upset than others, but I think if they know that, hey, Frank is focused more on like 10Xing this project than he is about kind of constantly firefighting the little things that ultimately don't matter that can cause some controversy in the moment that can make some people upset in the, you know, in the process. But I've been doing this long enough to know that like, if we deliver, if like you two delivers and, and D guys three delivers, and obviously the longer you take, the more the expectations are, but if we deliver, then people have a longer leash that they'll give you. But that the leash that they're giving you is, yo, go do that again, but go do it better. They're not giving you the leash to like, now go make this a lifestyle business or now go figure out how to like, you know, just, just hum along. You have to be pushing for that growth. And I know I've been saying this like on repeat on all of these polygon spaces, but you've heard that adage, like the saying, you know, sometimes the the simplest answer is the right one. I find like I'm I'm constantly repeating, you know, the same set of things over and over again because if anything, like those are the things to focus on. Like that that that's it. Like everything else is rel is pretty irrelevant. Even though technically it's correct, right? Like even though technically we should have somebody actively, you know, making the discord for you to fun. I'm just using that as an example, not like trying to harp on it. Technically speaking, we should have, you know, the people on the Utes discord, um, having more fun, but at the same time, it means I have to onboard somebody new. We've been burned by mods before that are like not trustworthy and shill some random shit. And then if that, and the probability chance, this is how I think about it now, probability chance that might happens might be 10% with someone really trusted. But at the same time, you know, if that happens, the downstream effects of that are now we have to like spend four or five days, you know, fucking handling that. And then that, and that just extrapolates out to a lot of decisions that we make. So everything we're doing is just kind of geared towards the next big thing. And we try to make the timeline for that next big thing um, as short as humanly possible. The bigger that we get, the longer that timeline gets because the expectations get higher. Right. And so I think you want to find yourself in that virtuous loop for whatever, you know, you're doing Scurpy is okay. Like these are the things that the community knows about us for today. How do we take that, but make it a lot more exciting? How do we build something that, you know, is going to get more people to want to hold my NFTs, want to buy these NFTs and, um, you know, start, start, start building towards that and try to get that out as soon as possible. So maintenance is not the goal, you know, it's just not, it's growth is the goal, which I get a lot of flack for saying, but, uh, like, it's just a fact, bro. Any, anyone that in the bull market that was talking about maintenance and like sustainability, honestly, and like not being aggressive is just not in a better spot now. Like those are all the projects that are down 90%, right? It's, it's tough because people think that they want that, but they really just want you to keep pushing for growth. No, and, and Frank, you make some valid points. Like if you go into the board, Ape discord it's a ghost town. I'll be 1000%. I'm in there. It's literally a ghost town. And most people think the largest brand IP all across all chains has a dead Discord. I mean, once again, he, he's speaking true facts to reality. They focus on growth and expanding their IP 
and the visibility and exposure to the the economy and the web two in general like that's the objective keep moving forward so no i i, I understand it and i think you you drop some huge nuggets for people we've got a ton of founders up here we've got brozo mech uh dino dash hellcat scurpy fatty bags with uh with apians and and their uh three days to live i mean tons of value associate with the context from like giving a perspective from somebody that's done something and built something massive i think is a value like record this this space will is recorded so like you guys will be able to come back and play back and listen to this because i think it's important you guys take note because these things are important i'm always learning like you know when i hear frank speaks about certain topics and, and things i take note to that stuff because it really is intuitive it, it really is smart the way you look at stuff because sometimes you can't follow the the beaten path some of the top brand ips on ethereum are ghost towns they're dead and you know exactly which brands are still there winning every step of the way is because they focus on growth that's the way to win and i think uh, i think he gets that and i think uh we're honored to have you you season two here man like i think everybody's excited i'm a 007 d god holder <laughs> like you know what i mean like so dope to have you here man like i wasn't expecting that you you definitely blew my twitter up because my shit was about to die earlier because of you like straight up bro <laughs> oh yeah your battery life you gotta you gotta get on that turn noties off gang uh Yo. Battery life fucked. i remember that early days dude i still had the noties on it you, it's over bro you they don't apple does not build batteries for that those twitter noties you're fucked no, for real, bro. Like, as soon as that post went up, it just, like, my battery went to 50%. And I was like, yo, like, chill. So I've got to turn, because, like, obviously, like, you're you're panning between multiple Twitters and shit. And, like, I'm like, yo, I can't do this. I got to turn all this off, because this is getting wild right now. But I literally got, like, four of those fucking uh, Apple, like, magnetic battery things on the back. <laughs> and, like, the thing is, uh, yeah, I've had to turn off, like, a vast majority of my notifications. But then I keep rotating back and forth. Like, these days, I've tried to turn them back on more for you know, DMs and things that are more time pressing because I'm so bad at that. But uh, it's a constant struggle, man. As, as you start growing with a project, you just realize like there are hundreds, if not thousands of people that all have very different perspectives on what you're doing and they all want to help in different ways. And, and they also want to give criticism in different ways. And, you know, they're all one individual to them, but it's like, holy fuck, it's it's a lot. Is that, yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the, <laughs> it's, it's fun. And then it, it very quickly it gets like, oh shit, this is way too much. Got to turn this off. Well, you know, it leads me to a great point because I had a question I wanted to ask you. And great to have like a founders talk, right? And like I deal with this all the time, and people know I'm notorious for this. I'm a founder of Polygon. A lot of people renown me as one of the top founders and builders here. But I'm in every project. Red Gang knows this, and someone talks shit to me. I'm one of those people. I'm from the south. I'm coming to your front porch, and I'm like, so give me the reason why you believe that and why because like. I like human psychology. Like I like to understand people's reasoning and, and responses. And sometimes I get in the trenches into a mud fight with these guys trying to understand and really they have no valid points. They just want to fudge for no reason. Um, and the re and my question is, after I'm making that statement, is like like you you're on a larger like per spectrum essentially of what you've got to like work. You've got D guys to kind of answer to, you've got youths, you've got other things behind the scenes that people don't aren't aware of. Like how do you feed through the fudge? Yeah. yeah, like, like, how do you deal with that? Because, like, some days, like, yo, yeah, I, Mr. Oh, Mint, <laughs> you know, goes in every Discord, types in the search engine alpha, and then looks at the comments. Every single Polygon Discord. And if there's one guy that said, I'm unsure about this, he's going to go after them. 
Dude, I'm so proud of you. That's actually, I, I knew I, I knew I meant what I said, Mr. Mint, when I said you're one of my favorite founders. I used to do the exact same thing. I mean, I still do to a certain degree, uh, just now on the ETH ones as well, but on Solana early days, I swear to God, dude, I would literally go, it's, it's, I'm actually notorious for this, dude. Back in the early days when DGAS was labeled like a dead project, I would, I, I own all the other big Solana NFTs. I would go in the chat, search DGAS and just start like replying to people. Sometimes I even pull up like messages from, you know, a few days back, I missed the conversation, still no fucks given, reply like, okay, let's debate this, let's talk about it. So, um, no, dude, you should keep doing that. <laughs> Mad respect, yeah, that, that's the way. <laughs> Bro, I get so much value from that shit because like it gives me perspective. And like, look, true story, like I won't put the person's name out, but somebody said that like I was a scam and like our project was a super rug and like all these other derogatory terms. And then I called him out in Red Game Circuit server. Berserker remembers this night. It turned into a complete shit show. The guy never showed up in true freaking story and hats off to him for having humility and respect. Almost three weeks later, came back to me and apologized for that and actually is a holder now. So like, you know, if it wasn't for me going into that server and, and a, like, yo, like you got your opinion, I respect that. But like, let's talk like that's really derogatory and deflammatory. Like, give me reasons why you believe that. And like everybody here, even bros, O'Donnie knows me. I'm a notorious for going into in the discourse and taking it and punching you straight in the mouth. Like, yo, if you really want to talk shit, like, let's go. Let's talk about it. Like, get on spaces and let's debate. Let's talk about why you feel this way about us. And. I do that because I like to understand mentality. Like, I feel like it's the best way to get like instant feedback. And like, yeah, there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of like, you just mentioned it. Like there's so many different, it's so crazy, right? Like you can have, like my whole community loves me, but then one person in the community that's not even a part of anything we have say something in a certain way. And that shit just gets into my head. And I'm like, yo, I need to talk to this guy real quick. And I was just really curious, and you just answered my question, like, how did you deal with that? And obviously, you dealt with it the same way, and I guess I'm going to keep doing that. So be on alert, guys. I am literally reading cat threads like the newspaper. Every I'm writing day. shit in Rec Gang Discord. Come at me, bro. I have the mythic. <laughs> I have the mythic document. It's too good that I can't drop it until we're number one. Like, uh, but yeah, I have the mythic document of all the old Discord messages from back in the day on Solana some Twitter, you know, screenshots. Like, I, I definitely keep notes. And nowadays, it's, like, too much. You know, that's the thing. I like, now, bro, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's hard for me to, like, actually remember to screenshot some of this shit. It's all day. But, yeah, I feel you, bro. Early days, it's like, damn, bro, I'm out here, like, grinding. I'm trying my best for fucking my holders. And, wh wh like, why are you mad about that? Like, you know, I definitely relate to that. I think, man, like, my, my biggest feedback is, so you got this analytics tool coming up. Um, I, where you're at right now, my biggest feedback is how can you be your biggest own critic? And the most valuable question you can always ask yourself. And I, and I've asked myself this probably at this point with where we're at with season three and youths two, I probably asked myself this a thousand times. Like, why would this miss? Like, why would people not like this? You know, and, and really like taking that seriously. So that way, like you don't miss. And that's the key. Like that is the Delta. I think with big launches for any project is understand that the default response is that a you know nobody's going to even see this on their timeline so then how do you game plan to make sure people see it on their timeline b people might not like this thing or they might request this feature immediately or oh like they they actually were expecting this so how do you have a response for that and um 
yeah, I think that's like the level up constantly is just getting better at your intuition of knowing, you know, what, what people actually care about um, and what would actually get them excited so that you get that allure of, hey, like this MF or never misses. Um, and I think to a certain degree, what we've cultivated with that, it's like just super methodical, man. Like all these launches that we've had, even with the bridge, dude, we could have just been lazy with the bridge and just been like, all right, pay, pay for your own gas. Let's just get the tech out. Let's just, you know, ship it quickly. But the reality is, if we didn't pay for the gas and we didn't kind of set it up in the way we did, I don't know if that many people would have bridged. Um, at least just because the number one thing people do is just be lazy and just don't do things. So to, if anything, anything you launch, you just can't expect, no matter how cool you, you think it is, that people will actually go and use it or try it unless they have like a really good reason to do it. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's I think for, for launches, like always thinking through why could this go wrong? And not just like bad, but why would people ignore this? Yeah, and I think, you know, you make some good points, bro. Because like when I think about like deploying this tool, there's like there's a huge expectation for it, right? Like obviously dudes here and they're doing their thing. But like I can feel the pressure in the back. Like I can I can I know it's there. And like I'm super subconscious about things that I'm doing. I think methodically about it. Like, like what can we add more to this? Because I know there's going to be people like, oh, you guys don't have this. And like I'm also trying to be conscious of like time and being relevant and making sure I get to market and I de- and I deliver on it because that was like my primary objective and activation in our roadmap. And like for me, when I think about like analytical tools, like I've used like NFT nerds, I've used Blur, I've used uh, IC tools, I've used uh, Alpha Sharks, I've used Soul Sniper, I've used pretty much all the top aggregators and analytical tools across most of the multiple chains. And I've took all the things that I loved as a DGen as, and as a trader and implemented them here but also looked at from like some of those like intuitive, easy to go, like function features that people like to use consistently. But I'm also like in my head a lot about like, damn, I hope we hope this works. Like I, we hope that like people and like are impressed with it. Right. And like the, the only thing is that maybe you can kind of get talk some insight on this, because like obviously you guys have like a huge amount of pressure and expectation coming up with like this huge season two and the D guys and everything associated with that. Like I would assume that you've got a solid team around you. Because like you are obviously the face of of everything that goes on around that or associated with it, um. But like, from one founder to another, like, what's like, what are your ways of like, like decompressing from all that and like understanding like, what we're doing is a part of like the less than one percenters that do to get up here and put their neck on the line to build shit and get criticized critically consistently. Like, you know, how do you how do you go about your day? Because I mean, dude, I see you all day fighting fires. It's like, it's so crazy. Like, I look at Twitter and it's Frank. Like, oh, they're bitching about the D-God's hoodies or Frank hasn't done shit or Frank's buying this. And I'm just like, dude, like, can this man live? Like, damn. And it's just like, people are just bored as shit. But yet you just like, you're unfuddable. Like, I don't get it. Like, that should be like your new hashtag. Because like, like, you just, in pit, like, you can't deal with it. Like, they, they do it so often. It's just like, I feel like you're like, immune to that shit at this point and like me coming in like being a founder and having success early on you know i come i fall susceptible to to fud consistently sometimes but i don't always lash out immediately but like you know when the expectation starts to build high like how do you like manage that like how do you do you crutch on your team do you have like you know mentors or somebody that you talk to or you just have like you just zen like you're like yoda you can just go in lock in like kobe or whatever. I don't know. Like for me, I got to like go into the chamber and listen to DMX for like a day or something 
to get my mind right. But like, I'm just curious yeah. what you do, you know? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> this might be like a cheesy answer, but I don't know for me before D gods, I've been trying to like make a lot of stuff. Um, and I've always wanted to make something really big. You know, when I was growing up, it was movies. And then I had to start up before and then TikTok, <laughs> And then, before, and then after that, it was like, uh, just more like kind of jobs as startups. And so I've, I've had the experience of like starting from zero and like not finishing something like a hundred times. And, uh, I don't know, for me, that's like really painful. Like that, that part I remember every day. And so for me, I, when people are fighting, it's, it's got, I'm just grateful. Like at the end of the day, like that, that we're relevant and that people care and that gratitude is not like a smiling, like happy gratitude, but more just like, damn, it could be a lot worse. Um, people could not be talking about us. People could not give a shit about what we're doing. And that would mean that the next things that we want to launch that are more ambitious wouldn't be as successful. So I think it's a mix of being genuinely, like deeply uh, excited about what we're doing with season three, with with uh, U2, with Dust, all these different things. And like pressure testing them constantly because when people are negative, right, it just reminds you, okay, like, I'm not launching this into a happy-go-lucky world. Like, I'm launching this in a world where not everybody wants to see us succeed. And we have to win them over by making something that's so cool that uh, even people that are on the fence are excited about it. So, yeah, just, like, I'm just grateful, man, at the end of the day, holy fuck, right? Like, having no audience, starting from zero, and uh, building from that place, it's definitely worse than where we're at now. So as much as people... Um, I'm very grateful people give me flowers for handling FUD. I always kind of respond and say, well, no, man, like, <laughs> like, thank you. Like, I thank God, like we're getting FUDed because if we weren't, that just, that, that would be worse. So I think we're in actually like a good spot and I'm like humble enough to recognize that and, and just grateful for that. And I think a lot of projects would love to be FUDed and be in the position that we are. Right. And I'm not like, I'm saying that to a room of founders that are all like working and grinding to build something great for themselves and for their community. So. I just come at it from a place of gratitude and um, sometimes it's just funny too. Like I think my strategy now is I'll only really reply. Like a lot, I get a lot more FUD than what I reply to. Um, and I only reply to stuff that I know we're going to take a W on. So like, even with the hoodies thing, it's just funny because like everyone's saying that they're manufactured cheap in China or whatever. And it's like, nah, it's like the most expensive blank. It's like, you know, Balenciaga, fucking Chrome Hearts and all these guys literally Yeezy raise the bill like is a three billion dollar valuation off of these same fucking hoodies these la apparel hoodies so in that situation i was super down to egg it on the whole day because i know that anyone that's smart that's actually going to like look into it would know the the facts and anyone that's dumb and is just going to have an npc take on it well they were never going to buy a d-god or you in the first place so that's like now more strategic with the fud that we respond to um even like today this engagement thing it's like the guy's making fun of this dude whose fiance fucking painted a ute for him. And it was on like a separate occasion, not even during the, like not even during their proposal. Like that was like, he posted that I think a month or two before, but obviously he's tweeting on his account with his D God PFP mentioning D gods and utes. It's not like this dude's entire fucking life is based on D gods and utes. And so that's why when I saw the FUD, I was like, yeah, I'm down to go in, in on this one because I mean, bro, it's, it's just a misunderstanding of the situation. So if, if the real situation is actually based and just wholesome, uh, I'll respond to that. But I think it's just being selective there. 
But yeah, I think never forgetting where, why you're here. Like I'm here because my com- like because I want to make great work for this community and this community changed my life and I want to do that in return for the people that uh, believe in us. And like, for, I don't know, dude, like I don't know what else the fuck I'll be doing with my life. So I think we're in a good spot. I think we'd be doing a lot better, but Q2 is not fucking over and I'm just hungry. Like I, I think there's a lot of projects that are going to heat up in June and I think we're going to be one of those. But I'm just, yeah, I think for the first time, things are different for us, which is what gets me excited. Like for the first time, nobody really knows. Most of the time I'm on spaces blabbering and like leaking exactly what's going to happen with the next moves. Um, But now, like you said about people copying stuff, that's the most annoying. And I've realized that when I got to ETH, I'm like, God damn it. I see like four or five projects that I've been saying we want to do this on spaces or just throwing out these ideas. And uh (laughs) <laughs> like, dude, if people just do it before us, that's annoying. So I think nobody really knows what season three or, or season two is going to be about beyond like, oh, it's going to be different art. And at the same time, we've been working on this for two plus months. And so, man, like, like this is the first time we've ever had this experience. So as much as things are turbulent now, I just want to deliver. Uh, yeah. Um, that, and that, that keeps me happy and, and motivated and excited no matter what people are saying, because all these tweets are just going to be screenshots. Um, you know, when everyone wants to buy a fucking D-God and you. Yo, I mean, that's a great take, man. I think a lot of people here, founders in general, can take a lot from that because, I mean, I say it all the time in my spaces, bro. Like, I'm super thankful for being here. Like, no other industry can provide this type of power and ability that and just intuitively in this type of behavior that when it comes to, like, you know, people doing the things that we're doing. Like, it's I. I've done a lot of things in my life. Nothing has been this robust. It's, this has been one of the most enjoyable experiences, despite any of the negativity may be associated with the space. I think it's probably one of the best things that's happened to me and changed my life for sure. Like, and like that full circle mentality, you said something I keyed on, cause I'm big on like, um, on self-development and, and, you know, understanding that whole providing value and reciprocating value with and rewarding that. And like, you guys are doing it. You guys understand the secret of, of what, builds great brands and i mean outside the fact that you're like unfuddable literally uh it it just shows you that you understand you are very self the community is unfuddable like like you know that's the thing they don't get as soon as you start like making fun of a community like because people can shit on me this is the nuance i don't mind it that's fine but if you make fun of any community member like we will all just rally it doesn't matter if you're doing the worm it doesn't matter if you're getting engaged you're just not fucking with my community on oh, God. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't like, that's the thing. We're just a squad. And um, yeah, like that, the community is deeply, deeply unfuddable. Uh, Cause whatever you're going to say to make fun of us, we're just going to make it a meme. Then get like a whole 24 hours of literally like spitting out your water, laughing at all the iterations of that meme. And then everyone's got dopamine. Everyone's happy. And we're ready to move on while people still bring that stuff up for like another month. Um, that's the, that's the um, escaping the matrix hack of being unfoldable as a community for sure. You know, and I noticed something too. And like, you could, you could tell me if I'm completely wrong about this. There's a psychology behind what you're doing and like deliberate attacks on you, rally them like warriors and like create even a stronger tribe. Uh, and, and this makes you drive stronger. Like literally like this happened to us before, right? And then I didn't mean for like us to like rally amongst each other. It like grows you tighter and stronger as a community when there's like a symbiotic relationship with the founder and the creatives and then like the IP itself. And I think you guys have figured that out. And I think, you know, you mentioned something that really is true to us specifically, like people front running you on ideas and concepts. 
and I literally have to cold my cards to my chest consistently because like I can't share shit because everybody just sitting in and just sitting. Oh shit, that's a great idea. Let's go do it. And like um, you know, I I understand. That's why one of the reasons why we haven't really publicized our tool because no shot to do, but I know they're there. And like I don't want to give them an idea of like oh shit, we should have added that to our UI, and they already have it out. I don't want to give them any more of a lead. Like at the end of the day, we're here to compete and be you know the premier you know analytical tool and i'm not trying to give anybody layups to free points like so just i definitely resonate with you when it comes to that because like i I truly believe like you got to do stuff you got to move into silence right and you guys are doing it and i could tell you right now if there's one thing most talked about on chain is about what you guys are doing and what you guys are building uh because there's a lot of speculation and curiosity into it which is the way to do it so you guys wrap that up uh we got a couple hands smoky go ahead yeah you know just speaking on like the fud part you know like when when people you know start coming at the utes right like like a lot of the members in the utes have like such a strong bond because there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes whether it's in like twitter group chats or clubs but then not only that but like we're starting to become like some of the most content you know creator heavy communities like among all blockchains right so like we've got a lot of individuals that are starting to build like pretty massive platforms. So now when people take shots at at the Utes, for example, like all of these people that have been building these large platforms just like come in the comments and we'll like ratio, <laughs> right? So yeah, I mean it's 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 just been kind of growing and getting more and more, right? And and pretty soon it's just gonna be like this massive tidal wave where like it's literally unfuddable because there's just these massive accounts that are in the Utes and people are gonna try to come at them and it's just like it's just not gonna work yeah it's it's definitely wild man like this space is so wild and i think like dude i mean this is why i love polygon to be honest with you like it's only now that i've seen these cross-chain spaces like uh, like smoky i could say you guys are contributing to that with like azuki's pudgy penguins people from different communities collaborating but like the entire year that I like existed in the Ethereum chain, I never saw cross collaboration spaces ever. Like that wasn't a thing unless it was like on stage at a at a convention. So to see those type of things, like to to have Alpha, Rec Dog, Utes, Lead, Brozo, Mech, all these projects, Dino Dash, Hellcat, Scurpy, all on the same stage, you know, man, that's kind of crazy to me. Like it's it's like we're living in the future in real time. Like to be honest with you. Like it's it's so it's so crazy seeing this and like I, I think we're at like a really good point where we can do some really cool shit together uh if we collectively understand like we just gotta like huddle around like polygon and like do everything we possibly can to make it polygon unfuttable essentially because like it it just it's just so easy to build on and the only thing we have those friction points, there's enough smart people on this chain to figure out those friction points, like for real, for real. So I think Frank just uber fudded but go ahead uh of uh, smoky he dropped again yeah i think uh you know like like a year and a half ago like i was thinking about starting an nft project when i like you know first came in and started buying like some solana nfts right and uh like at first like i was like oh okay like it's a competition right it's like project versus project but then I started to notice like, no, actually that's not the case, right? Like, like if one project does well and there's competition, it's good for the other projects, right? And then over time I started really kind of like, you know, understanding that like, you know, not everybody is just in one, not everybody, you know, 
most people hold more than one NFT, right? So they're willing to be in multiple projects at the same time and provide support for multiple projects at the same time. And then over time, I started really like realizing like, oh, well, like there's like entire chains, right? Where, where you can access new users that have never, that have never bought NFTs on this chain. And, and really like, all it takes is just coming in and having a conversation and, and really understanding that like, you know, we, we have a lot more similarities than we have differences. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, like, you know, the, the web three NFT space is going to be much stronger if we all band together, like all chains. Right. Because, uh, you know, realistically, like we're, we're still pretty small, like the amount of like, you know, daily active users and NFTs, it's not that large, right? We're still very early. You know what I mean? Like for like some of the crazy mainstream adoption that's going to ha happen through, through uh, metaverses and all these different things, like we're very small, right? So in, in order for, for this to, to really work, like uh, I, I really think that, that all the chains are going to have to come together and onboard like this, this massive wave that's going to be coming. And that's not going to come, you know, when, when we're all being negative and talking towards each other uh, on the timeline and that's something that I really like about polygon like everybody's so positive right and and everybody's so welcome we, we, we got we got guys like Brandolph like coming in and just like making these trading groups like not literally not trying to make any money in the space right he's just like oh we're just gonna like start this awesome trading group and give people opportunities and all this stuff and like it's really fun to be in this positive environment of polygon especially in in like when there is all of this innovation coming to the chain right there's so much excitement and there's so much hope and uh you know it's just it, you know polygon hasn't yet had that like crazy bull market moment to bear market where like everybody gets like sad you know like that which has happened on ethereum and solana right like nfts went way up and nfts went way down and now like you know polygon start having this like renaissance Right. So it's it's just like, you know, a lot of positivity. Everybody's very welcoming. And I really hope that we just kind of keep it that way. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's happening, man. What's happening right in front of us, dude. And, you know, every step of the way it's it's taking fold. I, I think we're in a great position. And I think you're right. We haven't had that bull run yet. And, dude, I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. You got to build in the bear to reap the benefits of the of the, of the bull market. So for shout out to everybody that's here now. You guys are going to reap the benefits later on. We'll go to Fatty Bags, and then we'll go to Crab Dad. Appreciate it. Yeah, good take, Smokey, as usual, bro. Um, I think there's a time and a place for tribalism, uh, especially in like a capitalistic society when you're trying to make a, a lot of bucks, and that all makes sense. But right now, we're kind of on the forefront of some new tech, and yeah, you should keep some stuff close to the chest. Uh, but at the end of the day, and this is something that I echoed a lot, with Reddit and the, the Reddit versus Twitter, which we all were very familiar with early on, is that we got to kind of break that wall down heavily. Uh, and when we break that wall down, what we've done uh, is we've done something healthy for the entire ecosystem. Uh, it wasn't Reddit versus Twitter. Um, it's not chain versus chain. It's Web3 versus Web3. And that's just shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, so breaking that down and helping each other, one another, build each other up is absolutely massive in this space right now, especially with this early tech. Uh, and that's something that's super important. And that goes for project to project, uh, but that also goes from tech to tech, meaning that if you're able to create something that others are not, and you're willing to share that, you're building up everybody else uh, in this entire ecosystem. So I encourage people that have the blockchain literacy to one, educate and share that education with others, 
But if you if you can take it a step further, like the machinist, and you can develop crazy shit, we encourage you guys to share that as well. There's a lot of smart builders uh, in this space, so take that as you will. But if we all win together, then it's like fuck it, dude. We don't have anything else to worry about. We just got to focus on the goal at at hand, which is progressing this space, you know, 100x. So uh, happy to be here and stoked to be chatting with all of you. And I agree, the positivity um, is a really good thing. I think it's a driving force. Uh, behind what Polygon is doing. We'll ride over to uh, Crab Dad real quickly and then back to Smokey, and then we'll check in with uh, Brozo. Yeah, I agree with everything that's been said here. Just to, like, give people some numbers, like, there's only, what, like, 15,000 youths? There's 3,333 uh, alpha NFTs versus, like, Reddit has onboarded over seven and a half million people into claiming an NFT avatar and two and a half million of those wallets uh, have claimed multiple avatars, which to put that in perspective, I think two and a half million wallets have ever done anything on OpenSea, like have connected and transacted in any capacity on OpenSea ever. Uh, So there's absolutely enough space for everyone to win here. Um, if, If we can figure out the challenges for mass adoption, Reddit has shown that like, there are millions of people who are willing to like take a step into Web3 and NFTs. It's just now about like, well, why didn't they keep taking steps? Like, why did they take one foot, you know, put one foot in the door and then stop at the threshold? Why didn't they keep going? And, and I think that there's still a lot that we have to figure out in terms of making it easier, making it safer, make it, making it more accessible broadly to more people. Um, but I think that if we come together, we can do that. And if we, you know, do that and, and create a space that million, millions of people can get involved in, then all of these projects that uh, creators are building right now are going to be kind of the, the landing pad for all of those new users to, to come in and like pick up their first NFTs, to get involved in their first communities. Um, and I, I think that'll be a really exciting time. Yeah, I'm for it, man. I I love building on Polygon. I I love it as much as the upside in Ethereum and Sold there is. I just feel like Polygon is just a great place to be. I, I'm actually when I get up and log into my computer and do everything and see all the messages from different founders and influencers, like it's it's definitely humbling and it's also therapeutic to be working alongside people that have the same objective and goal and mission, and it's to build on this platform and do some really cool shit. So like it's it's definitely. Man, it's a wholesome thing for real, for real. Like it, it's crazy to to get this type of energy. Go ahead, Smokey, and then we'll go to Donnie. Drop. We'll go to Brandoff after. Yeah. So <clears throat> I had a conversation with like a, a friend of mine who's like this big crypto YouTuber, right? And he was like, uh, he was a friend from high school. I lost touch with him, and then all of a sudden, I see one of his videos pop up, and I'm like, holy shit! Like this guy has built like this massive platform, like crazy, right? So, but I was talking to him about like like being in the bear market, building a platform, right? And, and whether you're building a project, a personal account, you know, or, or your, your, your network, right? With the individuals uh, that you're interacting with, you know, he equated it to like, you're, you're making an ice cream stand in winter, right? And the thing is, is like when the bull market comes back, right? Your ice cream shop is already going to be built and everybody's going to be trying to make these ice cream shops. But you're already so far ahead and already connected to all the other, you know, ice cream stands, right? Then you, you can all just band together. And it's just, it, 
it's going to be like, he's like, you think engagement like right now? I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like thinking like, you know, maybe I'll get to like 50, 60,000 in the bull market. He's like, no, man, like in the bull market, you think like a hundred X engagement, like it's absolutely crazy. Right. So like everybody that's here right now, like building, like you guys are going to be so prepared, uh, you know, for what's to come and really be ready for the opportunities because everybody's just got their ear to the ground. Right. And and I mean, like, like thinking about it, right, like in, in the, the bull or in the, the bear market, like, let's say like, uh, you know, 2017. Right. Like everybody left right? There was no Twitter spaces. People weren't hanging out. People weren't making connections like this. So like we're really building like a super strong framework for the next NFT bull run. And uh, I mean, you know, just it's, it's, it's really, really important to stay. And, and if you have something, if you have some sort of value to provide, whatever that is, whether it's a trading group, a project, hosting spaces, right? Like, like keep doing it, stay consistent. And, uh, I mean, you will really, really benefit, uh, during, during the next market. Yo, man, couldn't have said it better, bro. Like, this is it guys. This is literally it. Like I'm telling you we're in that moment, like the moment that most people would have wished they would have been in a part of the bull runs to some of the largest chains and L ones you're witnessing it right now. This is the moment. And I think you guys need to take Take witness to it. Like, be on alert. Like, understand. Buckle down. Get in. Get in the trenches. This is the point. Like, you've got to build. Like, you don't harvest things instantaneously. You don't plant a seed in the ground and dig it right up a minute later. You let it mature. You let it grow. And this is what Polygon's doing right now. And we're curating these relationships and this ecosystem right now on the stage with some of the biggest projects and influencers and voices in Polygon as a whole. So, dope, dope conversation. Skirpy's stuffing his mouth with chicken and waffles, so he won't talk right now. But Brandolph, what's good? Then we'll head over to Donnie with Brozos. Thanks, Mr. Mint. Just full send on everything you and Smokey just said. Uh, you know, like this opportunity to build in the bear and, and have that visibility and accessibility that translates to opportunity. And, you know, one of the things I'm trying to help people do is is put that into action for themselves, right? Um, because to have mainstream mass adoption, we need to have way less rugs, right? We need to have, we need to find these, these active builders like y'all up here on the stage that show up and give their all and give it in a good way with ethics and support for other people, uh, and support those projects. So they thrive and they're the ones in the headlines and not, you know, a $7 million coin rug. Uh, or, you know, uh, like, man, we got rugs so many times in the last two years. I can't even believe it. So hopefully during this consolidated time period, we can support the people that are really showing up and, and really drive that success rate, uh, so that we can see, uh, an easier path to mainstream adoption. Um, so just bullish on all you guys and thanks for having this space today. Yeah, and this is actually a marathon because I literally just did a seven-hour space yesterday for our reveal with, with Raceworks, Fatty Bags, Plaxico, and Machinists were up with us for seven hours, really. And not for their fault or anything. It's kind of like some miscommunication along the lines. But once again, back at it again on a three-hour space. I know Skirpy does these all the time, but definitely wear and tear what's good brozo what's good donnie how are you guys doing yo what's going on uh i was just engagement farming up here for like the past hour um so yeah thank you for having me up 
like my phone died like right when you said my name before. I was like, fuck, oh, oh, no. But yeah, man, honestly, dude, the information in this space and the insight provided by yourself and Frank and, and Hellcats and everybody and all these project founders up here is like the most valuable shit. You can't pay for that sort of insight and that sort of information. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, and to Smokey's point, right? Like uh, the engagement and everything, you know, everything that we're seeing now, like it, it's so early on Polygon, but you know, you think things are going good now, right? Like just wait until like, you know, until we like deliver, wait until Alpha delivers the tool, like wait until we deliver the shit and like the bull run comes and all of that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and oof, man, like it's, it's amazing, right? And we, ha we have all this camaraderie with each other, right? And, and the ice cream stand analogy was amazing. Um, and, you know, pff, man, things are just looking so good for Polygon, you know, and, you know, I'm honored to be on this panel, uh, you know, but, um, you know, shout out to everybody up here too. Uh, good stuff, dude. Thanks for having me up, man. Just, you know, just, I was listening in and just taking it all in. And then um, I was on my personal account before and then my phone died, whatever. And then people were pinging in the discord like, dude, Frank, Frank's on the space. You know, he's on the alpha space. You got to get in there. So I was like, listening, man. And it's just, it's just great to take it all in and to, and to hear what everyone has to say about what they're building and, and like the FUD and how you handle that mentally is a huge thing. And like, how do you keep, you know, growing and, and all of that? Um, yeah, you know, that's what that's. What's going on with me? Not much. You know, I'm chilling. You know, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Always glad to hear from you. One of the hardest people in the world to get in touch with. Uh, no, nah, I'm just joking. But no, man, it was glad to, glad to have you. At the end of the day, man, like, and a lot of people know this, and I'll go to uh, Mech, and then um, we'll touch bases. Do a reset, Smokey. We'll have you do that reset real quick. <laughs> Your classic reset, because I can't emulate it. But, uh, um. Yeah, no, man, like, obviously, you know, after Rec Dogs, and I tell this story all the time, the reason that we are truly here, despite my reservations or however I feel about Rec Dogs and their community, they are the reason that Alpha and Manifest Labs came to Polygon, because they showed me that it was viable and that people would mint and there were communities here. And, you know, coming up next after that, after that, that men's with Rec Dogs, I, I always think to myself, like, man, the, the the pressure to deliver to be that next project to mint out, and then obviously Brozo coming next and doing a, they, them doing a million in volume in that short amount of time, it shows you the type of power and community associated with Polygon and what's being built here. And I think you you can't you can't not look at that. And I'm telling you guys, I talk to so many people on a day to day. They're so intrigued behind us and all the friction points associated with Polygon. And you know, Frank talked about it earlier in the space. And one of the things I'm going to do, make it my mission, and I think it should be the mission of every founder here building there, to continue to, to shed brighter light on Polygon and find ways to reduce the friction for people transitioning over. And like I'm doing this podcast with, with Mark uh, in L.A. Hopefully we get, I fly out tomorrow and do that. And I've got an article with, with uh, Yahoo Business. I mean, uh, yeah, Yahoo Finance, sorry. And I'm going to talk about Polygon. I'm going to talk about why we decided to come here, why people choose to be you know, brand influencers or be founders in this in this sector and be in the Web3 NFT industry. And I think, uh, you know, I think we all need to take a collective uh, position and being responsible for that rep and representing it and making sure we protect the representation of what Polygon is and what we do. Because I said it before, I get tired of people talking shit about Polygon. Like I literally like you guys don't see it, but I'm in other communities in Ethereum and Soul. And in Polygon, and I ask the tough questions and I go to war for us and I'll go to war for my community. As you all know, I'll go into Discord and go to war with people.
But at the end of the day, my objective is to get an understanding and then to create a sound understanding of what we are and what we represent. And I think there's a great opportunity right now for everybody very at this very point in juncture and where we're at and the development of what's happening. And then in a couple of months from now, it's going to be Polygon Summer, as as the uh, as a uh, rec dog would say, uh, rec gang would say, you know, Polygon Summer is on the way. So huge amount of upside here, guys. And we're doing something really cool. Uh, it's a Sunday and there's over 300 people. Obviously, people follow Frank. Uh, and you know, there's just a lot of cool things happening in the space and I'm excited for you guys to, to witness it. And, and some of these builders being here to do some really cool stuff. And I appreciate, I think everybody appreciates, uh, what's being done and, and the people that are taking the time out of their day and schedule to put these type of things on completely organic, wasn't expected and ecstatic that it happened. And, and I think that's the key to the success of everything here. What's going on, Mick? Hey, what's up, everybody? Honestly, I, I love every single thing that I heard here today. Um, something I wanted to add in is that where we are on Polygon now, completely different than we were a few years back when all of the other chains were, were damn near at an all-time high. I'm sure Scurpy remembers that, you know, back early 2022, 2021, there was no NFT community. There were scam NFTs and people hated us for it. And we're doing all of this in the bear market. We've got this huge spaces, all of these projects up here. When everybody else is complaining about being down, Polygon is honestly at, at one of the highest points that it's been, if not the highest in terms of engagement and people working together and building and collaborating together. That's something that the other chains do not have. You don't see this on Ethereum. You don't see the team getting in there, helping the projects, telling them that they're, they're, they're on their way to becoming a company from a project. And even on Solana, like I see a few of the lower chains trying to jump on the bandwagon because Smokey's been killing it and everybody would probably kill to have a Smokey over there, but they can't. They're not going to get them. And once things start really taking off, like Polygon is going to see heights that it's never seen before. A bull market for everybody else is going to make them feel better, but it's going to make us feel like we're on top of the damn world. Dude, man, you got me pumped, bro. And I'm low energy right now. Usually I'm dialed in, but you got me pumped because I'm not going to lie, people. I am super sleepy. Like, I've carb been up, for- baby, carb up. Shut up. You stuff in your mouth for freaking chicken and water. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's crazy. I mean, today's been a great day, man. Honestly, uh, so much cool stuff has happened. And like I said, like, super excited for upcoming projects releasing super you know there's just a ton of things happening people and once again we're doing some really cool stuff um smoky do you want to do you want to bring us home man because uh i am exhausted and i think you should take us home uh and, and close the space out brother in the, the typical smoky way please i don't know if smoky's there or not so <laughs> he I guess probably, probably listen up here. motherfuckers get your matic Pick up some Polygon NFTs. Support good founders that are here every day. Pick a good jockey. Yeah, I was about to say that we probably need a Scurpy uh, finish for the space, but he got me. I think Smokey's going to – he's back. I think he's soft-rugged. Smokey, we were requesting you to bring us home, close out the space in the typical Smokey way, and we thought you rugged me. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a smoky goodbye without a soft rug first. <laughs> I know, man. My beach internet is uh, down bad. We were, you know, we we got plenty of seals here, but Wi-Fi is not so great. 
But uh, look, everybody, I think that this has been a wonderful space. A lot of really great takes, a lot of people coming in and contributing to the conversation to make Polygon a better place. And uh, the foundations are being laid. Everybody that came up to the speaker panel, we appreciate you. Mr. Mint, we appreciate you holding this space. It was really, really awesome. Got to hear some great insight from Frank coming in and dropping some great alpha. Everybody that is in the listeners, thank you all for coming. You make these spaces possible, and you show that Polygon is strong. We appreciate you always coming out and showing up. And uh, I hope you all have a wonderful day, and we will see you all soon. Peace. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Let's Talk Polygon NFTs, hosted by Mr. Mint. Recorded on Sunday, May 21st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. in like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds slap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam beta and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit corn Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you it would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, really worth this war of attrition? It might cost cost us a lot lot more than than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Terror spaces.